What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another edition of Fan Tracks, coming to you from fanboysanonymous.com. I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel for this episode, I've got Chris Cheng and Joseph Stallman. Hi! And today, our Fan Tracks podcast is going to be an audio commentary track for Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. If you have never listened to a Fan Tracks before, or for that matter, an audio commentary, then I shouldn't uh, be spending too much time breaking down what it is. But it's pretty simple. We have the movie that we're going to be playing at the same time while we watch it together, and you guys can do the same. We're going to give you a countdown of three, two, one, play, and that's when you're going to actually be able to play the movie. It's going to start up with the Lucasfilm logo. We're going to bypass any kind of like FBI warnings or Blu-ray menus and stuff. The Blu-ray just came out, so hopefully you're checking it out on that. We may or may not necessarily be doing the same thing, but <laughs> uh, you can check out a stream. You can check out whatever version it is, as long as it has the two-hour and 18-minute or so same runtime and whatnot. You should be fine, uh, as long as you hit play the same time that we do. And I'll give you some kind of updates throughout of, like, you know, the ba is exactly the point where you should hear it and that kind of stuff. But if you're a second behind, it's not going to matter all that much. What we're going to do is we're going to just kind of bullshit around like uh, as if you were watching this with us and we were all just a couple of friends hanging out, drinking some beers, eating some pizza and watching a movie. Obviously, none of us worked on the film unless any of us are like the, you know, Stormtrooper 8 who walks around in the background or something like that. Chris, we know it was you, bro. Yeah, You're man. totally uh, Leia in this movie, aren't you? Yeah, man. I, uh, I had it well. I think you did a better <laughs> job acting in this movie than she did at the very least. Yeah, you play a great gold corpse. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so we're just going to crack some jokes and stuff like that. And hopefully you guys will have a lot of fun. So again, it'll be three, two, one play. That's when you hit it. Pretty simple. And we're going to do that right now. Three, two, one play. Uh, I'm going to be honest real quick. Uh, you can't be saying now and things when you're, <laughs> when you're ready to start Please. something. I, I kept like, when you said <laughs> earlier, you counted down, I pressed play immediately. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> So right now I have the A Long Time Ago in a Galaxy Far, Far Away and Ba-dum, Star Wars up on the screen. Did you guys have that experience in the theaters where everyone started clapping when they saw that? Oh, <laughs> immediately. Did you guys get goosebumps too before it happened? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I did. I saw it in the Alamo, so it's like a nice cool setting. Uh, great. They they do some really good previews before it, like old school like uh, previews for the originals. Good stuff. Did you get the one about the phone call with the lady complaining? I don't know. I don't remember that one. See, I saw it at uh, the Tropicana IMAX, uh, and um, all the commercials that they showed ahead of time were for the Tropicana IMAX, and it was like, we're already in here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, logo theaters do that a lot. But, that was uh, the AMC one, so they catered to the Chinese, like, hardcore during that one. <laughs> Well, I went to an AMC hey, show. I don't know how they catered to the Chinese. <laughs> like, what, what's the difference? It's like a lot more products for, like that's made in China. And it's, it's oh, like okay. more subtle things that's like, oh, you should travel like China Air or like, uh, no, I don't want to get missing in the mountains or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So before this fades away, let's talk about this opening crawl. What were you guys thinking when it first popped up and it was just Luke Skywalker has vanished? That is the worst writing at the end. It's like they yeah. got really creative at the beginning and at the end it's like a different guy was like and they added that paragraph. I was like, who wrote that? Yeah, it's it not very... as bad as the uh, episode three one though, where it just goes war. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was supposed to be more of like a nod to like nineteen like World War Two, the like, serialized kind of things. Yeah, I think that was a yeah, but it's cheesy as fuck. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like 
unlike new, unlike episodes like three, like two and one, like you kind of know what's going on. But this is new, and it's like not descriptive of what the fuck's going on at all. Right. I like how the new ships have a. Uh... Uh, crucifixes on the front of them. <laughs> Little, it's the extra Kylo Ren lightsaber. I do think how they they the way they flipped it, where like in the originals, it's that thing going over a moon and like you know, so you can see around it or whatever. And this one is a shot from it covering the moon, right, to show like how the difference in the size is. Well, did you guys know that the original uh, rumor going around was that it was supposed to start off with Luke Skywalker's hand and the lightsaber floating through space? And it's like, I that would have been ridiculous to see. Like, yeah, if you're just used to seeing, you know, like a planet and a spaceship or something, and then it's just like, here's a hand. Like, what? Yeah. That would have taken me out of the movie immediately. Sure. But then you get this BB-8 shot and immediately I'm like, oh, okay, BB-8's fucking adorable. <laughs> I uh I really people complained you know through, throughout the movie uh, about like how close it was to uh, the original and it's like well you gotta like suck them in at the beginning you know what I mean yeah you, you gotta have that anchor uh huh plus I do like how they start this movie off with this will begin to set things right which is just an apology for the prequels <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. how's that how's that not part of the opening crawl right we yeah. are sorry and it's like. <laughs> It just says, like, Star Wars, Episode 7, The Force Awakens. Well, Darth Maul was kind of cool, right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got Darth Maul out of that. (laughs) We had moments. Darth Maul's back in uh, Star Wars Rebels. I saw that. Uh, I might check it out. I have a hard time getting into that show. My kids love it, but... I don't have kids, so I have to love it for these imaginary kids. And you know what? Um, uh, spoilers, I should say, at the very least. But if you're listening to this and you never saw the movie, and what the fuck's wrong with you? But uh, <laughs> they kill off Max von Sydow so quick that that was a shock. Yeah, it's like, like he survived singing children and Nazis and Sound of Music, and this is what kills him. <laughs> like, I was expecting this dude to be, like, a big part of this movie. They made a big deal. Like, dude, that, I, guy yeah. sur- that guy survived Judge Dredd, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> his career was still okay after that. He'll do fine. Like by this point in the movie, and just another update, you should be checking out uh, Poe Dameron climbing into the X-wing right now. Uh, I was expecting him to get to get captured, and for them to try to like, we have to find him too, like something. And instead, it's just kind of like, nope, old dude's dead. Like, damn, man, you know. No, they were very straightforward with the action. You know, yeah. if they yeah. were to delay it, it would have been the same of results. But I do like how this movie, you get a couple different things. A lot of people complain that it's too much like A New Hope. But you do get some, like, vastly different things in this film. Like, we've yeah, never like, seen the Stormtroopers act like this before. No, never been, like, professional. When like, they actually seem like they're badasses. And they're, yeah. like, torching a village and shit. Like, Fucking what? doing, like, a Vietnam job here. What if him off by a bunch of ears around his neck? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Jeez, Star Wars, taking it to a new direction, aren't we? That's the Christopher Nolan version. <laughs> the thing is, you know, it's the it's the space future, right? Or the space past, whatever. Someone right. still flamethrower technology still exists. Eh? <laughs> you know, proven, proven. It's not scientifically like great. You know, like it's a very yeah, especially in the middle of the desert. Yeah, maybe in the middle of the jungle. This is the worst part. I hate this right here. Is it fucking you that it's he literally gets... heavy handed as fuck? Well, what bugs me about it is. He gets shot in the stomach. Why is his hand bleeding? 
at lasers. I don't know. <laughs> the force. <laughs> it's all just the force. It's the force. Well, you can get shot with a uh, like a round, and it hit you in the stomach and come out your elbow. Like it. Oh, I don't know <laughs> how lasers. That, that's work. a bullet, but like this is laser weapons. Like, aren't they like? Don't they like kind of like uh, explode? Like seal the wound, kind of like goes uh, through yeah. you? immediately. Yeah, I got what? shot, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> More so, it kind of explains, uh, or not explains, brings up the idea that, like, what the hell's the armor good for? If yeah. one yeah, shot can blow you up, like, yeah, they are well, so they're, vulnerable. they're even vulnerable to like rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Ewoks, goddamn it! They get hit by like tree stumps and they're fucking dead. So I'm like, yeah. like that armor is like paper, and it's all for show, I guess. There he is. Uh... So I actually I... didn't think he'd be here so early. I thought he'd be come at the end when I oh, first saw this. One of my complaints about this movie, though, is that the soundtrack's not up to par. Like it's the same his... soundtrack from all the movies. Well, the the old it's themes are great, the... but like Kylo Ren's theme, like Garbage. now that I've watched the movie like four times, I know what his theme is, but it's not as iconic. Like, oh no, the Imperial March, you know, bum 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 bum. Everybody can say that, but Kylo Ren's. If I went, hey guys, what theme is this? Bum, 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 bum. Everybody would be like, uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I remember thinking this immediately, like the, having this discussion with someone as soon as we got out of the theater. It was like, I don't remember there being a cool song. Like, song. Ray's theme is the only one that like stood out to me the first time I saw it. And it sounded more like Lord of the Rings than, uh, or Harry Potter than this side. <laughs> and there goes, uh, Max Mancito. I His didn't know this guy's good. name. I had to look it up, like, as I got home. I was like, who's that yeah. guy? Lord Santeca. And it's like, Oh man, Laura Santeca died. Whoever the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, like they make a point to show him, right? And then they they barely mention his name. Even you know what I mean? Like if they just, I guess it's one of those they were trying to set up the comics, maybe. How yeah, cool though was it when Kylo Ren well. just froze that yeah, blaster bolt? Pretty badass. His voice is great. Yeah, mass voice is great. Yeah. Well, the other one when he's just like, "Oh, he was weak, and I destroyed him." It's like, "Oh, you're just a pussy, dude." <laughs> <laughs> so this is pretty cool a lot of people comment how this conversation was you talk I talk and then this we're making fun of them yeah it's like this establishing pose like character pretty fast I'm not gonna lie he was the one character like looking at like people good at the, the cast and, and I was like man I don't know who this guy is and I already don't like his face like <laughs> and then I watched it and I immediately fell in love with him like alright you're a badass I, get, I got it I hated his name like the, the name's or some of them are great. Some of them, I hate the name Kylo Ren. The Knights of the Ren. That's not intimidating I enough. To get used to it. But Poe Dameron. When I saw that, I'm like, this has to be fake. It can't, this character can't be named Poe. Like what? Yeah, the only Poe before him was Edgar Allan. So it's like the only <laughs> Poe I know. <laughs> the only Poe I know. That sounds like a terrible rhyme scheme. <laughs> well, see what he did, Edgar Allan Poe. See what he did there. This guy's on fire right now. Chris killing it. <laughs> Man, it's like, why not, like, take that ship, you know? (laughs) Destroy it! That was like regular handguns blew up a plane. That was like just rifles that just shot an X-Wing. But you know what? I don't think we've ever seen that before in a Star Wars movie. You can't just fucking fire an X-Wing. Like, don't you have to be like equivalent of a plane to shoot a plane? Like, you you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I can't just take my handgun and shoot an airplane and watch it explode. (laughs) Well, unless you're under, like, uh, if you're living in, like, diehard logic, you can shoot a plane and it can, uh, or a helicopter and it can explode, so. Okay. This is, this is nitpicky, but w- wouldn't they check it first before they blew the, 
the yeah, show. wouldn't they do like let's like take all the data, see where he's been, all, anything like that, like a black yeah. box? Yeah, like, even to he's... check to see if BB Eight's still in there. Yeah. But again, it's just a stormtrooper thing. Just rush jobs. Tell you what, though, if you want to nitpick something about this movie, major, major nitpick: Captain Phasma. Oh, oh. what a waste! Yeah. Like, that character looked so badass, and they were marketing her as being, like, something actually worth the damn. She's in, like, 45 seconds of the movie, and all yeah. she does is surrender. I think they're trying to – maybe they were trying to do a Boba Fett thing, right? But you wouldn't do that to a hyped character. They hyped her a lot. Right. It's like a woman. She's tall. She's the, you know, in Game of Thrones, and you're like, cool. And then you see her, like, whoa, like. She probably got paid a lot just to, like, not tell people she's only in it for, like, less than a minute. Exactly. Yeah. She's all blinged out and everything. Maybe that's what they paid her in. They just paid her in an actual chrome suit. <laughs> Here, just keep this. Yeah. Now she's got a... That's how they paid her in Game of Thrones, too. This chick is broke, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why she takes 45-second roles in movies, because she's just like, anything I can do, I, you yeah. know, I'll just take it. <laughs> She's the one actually that's scavenging the parts in the scene, not Ray. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Gwendolyn Christie. Coming. She's stealing parts from the sets. That's funny. So Ray in this uh, introduction, I mean, at this point, I was just kind of like, all right, let's see what we get. Eventually, I ended up getting a huge crush on this chick, but uh, showing her in this landscape and it's Jakku and it's not Tatooine, I was just kind of like, all right, so... You were like theft uh, version of Luke. You know, you know? Yeah. You can't disassociate Jakku and Tatooine. They're like the same thing. You know? They are. They're the same fucking Super thing. unnecessary that they call this Jakku. Mm. It really should have been Tatooine because I'm still on the fence about her being Luke's kid. She has to be Luke's kid. Oh, no. I heard something today. You're going to like this. It's so many theories. I actually don't like the Skywalker theme. I kind of wish he was someone else's kid. Here's the theory is the chick from the new movie and everybody's complaining, oh, you're doing another white British girl. They're saying that that could be her mom. The, uh, so actually, actually, it'd be kind of cool. What, Laura Dern? Yeah. And that's why they're like so similar. That's why they look the same. And everybody was like, why would they pick somebody that looks the exact same? So you know what, though? They could have Laura Dern be the mom, but she could be a force ghost. Yeah. She's not a Jedi, though. The other, well, maybe her she could mother be. is, you know, like maybe, maybe she falls in love with Luke, and that's the whole setup. Ah, um, look at this. But, the fucking dodo but bird. She would be way older than Luke, though, because Luke's like an eighteen-year-old pretty boy at that point. You know, like, and so then hey. he's like a a twenty-five-year-old. Oh god, she's, uh, actually that makes sense now because like Anakin's age on love. Yeah, but like Anakin was twelve when she met like a nineteen-year-old Padme, so that kind yeah. of makes sense too. Well, if uh, Luke is 20, like 22, 23 or something like that, maybe by end of Return of the Jedi and Ray right now is like, I'm assuming 19, like 18, 19, 20, like 19, 20, I would say then that. you got to figure 10 years goes by between uh, Return of the Jedi and when Ray's born. Yeah. So Luke would be like thirty something, and uh, Laura Dern's like. No, Luke looks super old. He does. I mean, he's sixty, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like oddly uh. explain the timeline. But no, there's there's thirty years between this and. Oh, yeah. okay, 30. that's true. Also, Simon Pegg. Did not know that was Simon Pegg. That yeah, that took me a minute. That was something you you had to look up. Yeah. Because I, I thought like he's gonna be in the movie. Like he's more yeah. important. 
Because he's like, I'm in Star Wars. Awesome. What are you? I can't tell you. And then it's like you see the movie, you're like, where's Simon Pegg? Right. <laughs> he's playing Luke. <laughs> you know, uh, I was gonna, I, I, did, I was gonna admit this earlier. We were talking about Tatooine. Uh, so Jabba's palace is on Tatooine, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That you know how many years? I just realized that like this year, and I'm a huge <laughs> Star Wars fan. <laughs> I have to admit, this bread looks good. Uh, did you hear the science behind this? How they actually made that? Oh, that's not CGI. No, that was real bread that um was like dehydrated, and then all that there's a vacuum that like sucks it up, and then there's a second vacuum that like pl- puffs up the bread. Oh, nice. So like that bread was real, but it was like they sucked all the water and then hydrated the bread again. Huh. It okay. seems like way too much work to do oh, a practical. It was effect. like it was like a hundred something hours of like inventing and tinkering to get that done, and it's like a second went by for that. <laughs> How pissed would you be if that's one of the scenes that he cuts out? Oh my god, I mean, that guy would have like fucking killed like you know JJ Abrams. <laughs> so a lot of people are making the mistake that they think that this helmet is Luke's. It's <laughs> not apparently. Yeah, I'm mean, like he'll lose a hand, he'll lose like clothes, but he wouldn't lose like a helmet. Well, it apparently says, like, some other name or something on the side of it that you gotta, like, really pay attention to, but, you know. Mm. Fucking Tito, stealing again. I didn't get this whole thing he's writing. I thought it was just too much. It's like I a thought it was the metal best. camel. <laughs> yeah, it's space camel. Did you know, like, as soon as this came out, like, there was a huge backstory about this, about this guy and Ray. <laughs> That's like... He showed up. Typical Star Wars, you see, like, the third dude on the left in the cantina, and it's like, yeah, he was this great spaceship pilot yep. and whatever, and it's like, you like don't see that about many other things. Yeah, There's no. no Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, stuff going on where it's just kind of like, yeah, that one cop in the Avengers, let's make a whole big one shot of him or whatever. Yeah, you don't but, see that. Star Wars is, like, one of the few franchises where, like, bullshit things would happen, and it's like a whole world would build around it. Well, I think it's because you had 40 years or 30 years of, like, people nerds like writing fan fiction for it right sure and just trying to create that shit and they hadn't didn't have anything else to go on besides those movies yeah what was in their head makes sense yeah so this scene was the the main one where i where i went you know what bb eight's kind of awesome but holy shit is it adorable when it fucking puts its head down and it's just like but i'm scared like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. rocking back and forth it's just yeah. like at that I- point you go yeah you're i'm adopting you but like Here's always the thing that I was always confused about as growing up is like, how do people speak Android? You know, like yeah. I can only understand Ray. I can't understand the droid. But like they are like, yeah, this is normal, right? Like you don't understand this. Like what the fuck's wrong with me? I don't understand beep boops. Like, I, you know. Yeah. Uh, he didn't say boop. He said beep boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I got it wrong. Uh, what? No. Uh, I. Ah, oh, that was it. He's got that little floating thing, which is like a little bit more menacing looking than the one from A New Hope, which oh, just yeah. had a syringe on it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing was awful. And Leia's just like, oh no, a thing that I can very quickly walk away from. So this is like a new force power, basically. It's kind of like an, uh, an advancement of the Jedi mind trick. I can't tell if he's reading his mind or if he's like putting like pressure, pressure right yeah. in, basically. Well, no, no, he, he can read minds because that reading minds was like a um a, a light force thing, and the and the and the lore was like like good Jedi's can do that, you know, like light users could do that, uh, but, but dark Jedi's couldn't read minds well. 
Oh, so like that shows that he's be a good guy. That makes sense. Yeah, like it makes more sense that way, but he's using it like wrong. It's kind of like prying the information out. Yeah. So that's yeah. why he's like in pain. And here's our first look at not Tarkin. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot that guy was in Harry Potter. So I was like, yeah, oh. easily. He's one of the twins, right? Or is he one of the ones that's like not the twin? No, he is one of the twins. There's like 20 Weasley kids. I thought there was just... They were twins, but it was the same person, I thought. Was he? I don't know. He's making stuff up. (laughs) Well, there's like... There's Ron, and then there's... uh, There's another one, and then there's the twins. And then there's like another one or something. I don't know. Fuck those movies. (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of ginger kids. (laughs) Alright, so... I couldn't get the economy here. So they, yeah, they, they scrap metal things for bread, right? Because that's what they paid them in. For food, I guess. Yeah. yeah right. For Well, for portions. <laughs> 60 <laughs> portions. It's like, dude, that's a lot of portions. That's a lot of Wonder Bread you can make at home. But yeah. like, <laughs> you know, maybe realize uh, him doing that voice uh, reminds me of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And then, uh, I oh, wonder the bureaucrats, if, right? Yeah, I wonder if he does one of the voices for those. Because it sounds just like it. But it's heavily CG. It's not sound like Simon Pegg at all. Yeah. Like just listen to it carefully. It's like synthesizes shit. Also, I am I wearing a shield droid. on my chest when I am a merchant? If you get that droid, I will give you fifty portions. And I'm kind of thinking like fifty-five portions. She's only like four steps away. She could have heard that. She could turn around and be like, "What?" Yeah, and he's like, "Uh, I, I mean, uh." Here are some portions, young girl, that I am not going to steal from. This is the greatest character in the movie. Easily. Finn is the fucking man. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> a lot of people that are talking about what if they are a couple in the next movie, and it's like, look, they've got a bromance, not a romance. I know, but Disney would not never allow that. It's like yeah. way too progressive. Now, yeah. they, they'll have gay characters. But it's not like, going to be these two. They're progressive enough to have a black guy be, like, third fiddle. Yeah, but yeah. But progressive enough to have that black guy have sex with second you, fiddle. You, you, can only, you could have so many in that checklist, but that's not going to happen. Well, they're just going to have another scene where uh, Finn is added into the scene of Ex Machina, where uh, General Hux and Poe are, like, in that, that whole nightclub thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Finn will be added in there, and he'll be dancing with Poe. Now, I was talking about how I hate the name Poe. I really like the name Finn, how they come to that with the FN-2187. I thought this, the acting in this scene was weird. Really? I dug it. It's a little, um, very like, uh, 1950s. Like, um... Oh, hey, it's the kid from a lot of Game stuff. Of, yeah, Nardia, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, shit. Really? Yep. He's huh. a, uh... Wait, is that the kid from Maze Runner? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, he's, he's not, better he's, than you know what? He's not a kid. He's actually like twenty something. He just yeah. looks like a kid forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, that took, that could have been the type of kid that they could have cast as like a Ben Skywalker if they would have gone that route. Like he looks like he could be a Skywalker. Why'd they waste him on a random he dude? Doesn't have that personality. Point? I don't think. Like he kind of plays the same character in every movie. Yeah. Yeah. So. I always wonder about that that classic TIE fighter scream that happens, even yeah. though in space that is, that can't happen. Right. Oh, like none this, of the sound effects, yeah. yeah. Sound wouldn't happen like that. 
Here's my one issue with Finn in this. And it's like it's just kind of one of those problems that happens with storytelling in general. Finn is supposed to be like the best stormtrooper as far as like the testing goes. Oh, he isn't. But well, they say that he's like uh, in like the one comic or something like that that he tested like the best of uh, like most of them. But he's not aggressive. That's his problem. Yeah, but then he also says like I've never I can't fly. I've never used anything other than a blaster. Like, and it's like, well, what the hell flying. did you test so good with? You know. Well, he's good at shooting. No, yeah, not with a oh, like spaceship turrets. Huh. Well, he's he's guessing, you know, he's a panicking. But yeah, because I mean, I guess just like, I mean, just like our military, if if you're a you know marine, you're not going to just hop into a fucking airplane and be like, yeah, let's shoot. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah, you got a point. He's not he's not an air guy. He's actually just yeah. like a field guy. Yeah, because like, he point. can use a sword, right? Sort of that bat thing. I'm uh, you know what? I'm it's probably, speaking of the using the swords. I want him to be a Jedi. Yeah, I want. To. I know that they're kind of hinting that he isn't, but at the same time, if they say that he broke the conditioning and he was able to put up that much of a fight against Kylo Ren, make him a Jedi. Like, right? But you got to be like aware of the Force, right? Like, isn't that the the requirement? Like the minimum requirement? <laughs> well, like, kind of, I guess. But like, they could always just say that he was very like the mind control fucked him up with it or something. Well, he could just turn out to be. That's why, like, especially reading into the uh, the extended universe, um, like reading more in depth with characters that don't have like a lot of lines in the movie. Like, you turns out there's a lot of really cool characters that aren't Jedi at all. So I'd be fine with him just being a yeah. badass general. Like, not everyone needs to be a Jedi in this the series. Yeah. You know? Like as a kid, I was like, yeah, Jedi everything. Then I got episode two. <laughs> it's like, okay, maybe maybe not. <laughs> See, I want I want Poe to be the non Jedi. And I want Ray and Finn to be, both be Jedi, and for them to hook up, and for them to have a kid at the end of Episode Ten or Episode Nine. I don't think they're that progressive, buddy. <laughs> no, they could because look, think about it. So aliens. No, that's not Lucy Lawless. Yeah, that was. Was it? No. Whoa. Okay, so there's like this whole sequence. There's like a whole chapter in the book that explains why, like, he's not in a Tie Fighter. There's so much stuff in that book, I bet, but I'm like, I ain't reading it. I, like, I read the cliff notes on it. It's like that's why I explained he ejected first, why like Poe is supposedly still here at this point. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was. Oh uh, the yeah, they should have. They should have like maybe put that into a movie. That makes they sense. They should have, right? Like I felt like I, I there was a scene missing. Well, There's a lot in this movie that seems like it was cut out for some reason. Pushed, yeah, because well, they had to fit a lot in. Well, like even <laughs> the, the DVD, they don't even show it. It's not like you know, like fill it in here, see the complete edition. Oh, right. So, again, the first-gen Blu-rays don't have, like, all the additional stuff, you know? Like, that's why I'm kind of like, okay, sorry for people who bought the Blu-ray, you got suckered, bud. <laughs> oh, then again, like, those uh, DVDs for, like, episode one and stuff, they have amazing content, but then we know we're going to get 20 other versions of this, too, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to get the version where Finn is, like, in there. <laughs> not not a stormtrooper. He's actually just a you're, Gungan. <laughs> you're gonna have a, a different version when George Lucas gets a hold of it, where Poe pulls first, and he's the one in the parachute, yeah. and Finn is the one that crashes and doesn't actually die. That made sense, right? <laughs> yeah, it made as much sense as uh, Greedo shooting first. Yeah. Hey, Tony, let's go back in time. Do you remember when we saw the teaser trailer, like the, the one we're trying to, like, guess? Uh, 
this scene where like when he puts on the jacket, he's all sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to figure out like what Finn was. Well, you know what? Just that shot of him popping up, which was the first shot we ever saw of uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. When I'm watching the movie and he popped up, in my mind, I went, bump. Yeah, I think I did too. We all did. <laughs> That's funny. It's like forever ingrained in my brain, it's going to be just bump <laughs> for that one thing. I'm going to be like 20 years from now and I'm going to be yeah, sing- yeah. doing that. And... I also do like this whole ship is filled with like people under 40. You know what I mean? Like in the first uh, Star Wars what? movie, everyone was like 40 and above on the ship. I will say this, they, they did nail the deformed face on everybody, because everyone just looks fucking weird. Just no, like they all look British, they all look European, that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Sorry. Well, you're... British plus uh, Star Wars equals really bad, unless you're Ray. Yeah, you're, you're in the Empire, that's if you're British. <laughs> yeah, I want to know who that guy was, because that had to have been somebody famous. A lot of people are, like, um, Michael Giacchino, the composer, is a stormtrooper. We know Daniel Craig pops up as a stormtrooper at one point. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we talked about Simon Pegg and Kevin Smith is in the movie. Like, is he? He, uh, yeah, he says yeah, one right random there. line. <laughs> 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 That's terrible. Yeah. But, you know, speaking about British actors and he, stuff. Hang on, he got stuck, he got stuck in this world because he couldn't get a flight out. <laughs> <laughs> the whole British thing, this is something I didn't even think about. Ray is British. They're okay with her keeping the accent. Why not John Boyega? Because uh, American people aren't used to black British people. Like, Elgis Iba. Like, oh, my God. He's the super British. But, like, he can't do his accent here. Like, in America. People would not accept it. Hmm. I feel, well, maybe, yeah, I think I definitely would agree with that. Like, and, and then I think they it's easier as, a, as an American audience to bond with somebody that, uh, <laughs> you know, they speak. Is, is of color and is in Star Wars, like. Well, yeah. there is that one line in the movie where it's just like, uh, droid, please. <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. That's actually where I, I, I really liked, because uh, I've been judging BB-8 uh, for the whole movie, and then when he does the thumbs up thing, that's when I was like, all right, I like it. Okay, think about the thumbs up thing. I can't tell if it's a, a thumbs up or a middle finger. Oh, it's a thumbs up. Is it? Yeah, that's definitely a thumbs up. Right. Well, speaking about being progressive, this whole sequence here is just to establish she don't need no man. I thought it progressive. I'm like, <laughs> she just called a black guy a thief. Like, I'm like, that's progressive. <laughs> really? I, I said that out loud in the theater. People were just like, wait, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's right. You gotta feel bad for BB-8 here, though. Ooh, you know what we should do? We should, uh take the scenes with BB-8 and then um, uh, like do voiceover work for him. <laughs> oh, fun fact about BB-8. Two guys voice BB-8. How weird is that, right? Yeah, Bill Hader is one of them. Bill yeah. Hader and um, whoever that other guy is. You know, ben Schwartz from Parks and Rec. He was uh, BB-8's other voice. and like They fuse it together to make the beep boops. That's cool. Finn. Yeah, yeah, I'm resistance. Yeah, the way he says that is great. The whisper, like panic yeah. talk. Yep. Yeah. And then he gets all cool about it. <laughs> yeah, and I like how he's like, "This is how some of us look, but some of us look different." 
the way he speaks, you're just like, you're like, God, this is, this is good, great writing. You know, it doesn't look like Daisy Riley's wearing makeup. That's the insane part. It's like, but you know, she is a little bit, but it's like, she still looks natural. Right. <laughs> I don't need no man. <laughs> Stop taking my hand. It's like, all right, well, we're not in episode uh, eight yet. The middle one's where somebody's going to take your hand. Well, eight. one of them's got to say, like, I love you, and I know. That's going to happen, I bet you. Well, she's got to get her hand cut off if she's a skywalker. <laughs> Might be go different. Maybe she got a foot cut off. <laughs> That'll be their whole, like, switch it up. See, I'm, I'm still... She has to be Luke's kid. Because you can't make it... Like, Kathleen Kennedy was talking about how this is still the story of the Skywalkers. You know, and it can't be just about Kylo Ren because that dude killed his dad. Like he's not going to be able to be redeemed after right, that. Right, right. So that's why my theory is that it's actually like uh, a Kenobi. That's what Ray is. Yeah, that's my theory is that she's a Kenobi. Yeah, I I actually put a lot of weight into that one too. Uh, the Kenobi thingy. He had ten years in the desert just waiting. But then she'd be older. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that though, like. Makes it weird. He could be. I've heard grand granddaughter. At the yeah, at the very least, she would have to be thirty something years old. If she was like the direct daughter, but mm -hmm. I, it's descendants. You know, what I mean, like there's no rules of his descendants. Tell you what, if since they're clearly not going to end up going the marriage aid route, I would be totally fine if it was. Um, I I still want her to be Luke's daughter, but if uh, say Laura Dern is the, the love interest for Luke and her mom. Mm -hmm. If they do that, that'd be cool if it was like Laura Dern was Kenobi's niece or something like that. And it's like, you keep the Kenobi and the Skywalker line together. Like that'd be kind of cool. Woo! Uh, people went nuts in the theater. Too, but I was just yeah. like, why is it treated like a shitty car? <laughs> like on cinder blocks. Almost. I think it's because the guy, uh, doesn't it? Doesn't it turn out that? Yeah, like the the salvager just like yeah. Like, but like, wouldn't you lock the door at least or <laughs> something like? Yeah. Even if you're gonna abandon a vehicle, wouldn't you kind of like? Or take it for parts. Yeah, like would yeah scrap it or like at least roll up the windows. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people pointed out later how it's really difficult to fly the Millennium Falcon. With one person, like you actually need like two people minimum at least. Yeah, you need the co-pilot to be able to reach over and stuff. Yep, they point like, that out. They pointed out a lot, but it's like, who designed this ship where the you had to have two people at like at all times? Right. Yeah, especially because Han's like such a uh, well solo type of guy. Hey, hey. hey. So you think that, that he would have been fun. like, "Fuck the idea of having a partner." You yeah, know? I mean, like, well, I mean, he didn't build the ship; he got it from Lando. Uh, that's true. Yeah, he did get it from well, Lando. Think about this: like, every vehicle... Lando always had a bitch bus out of him. <laughs> every vehicle on Earth, basically, you can drive by yourself if you had to, right? Besides, like, huge ships. Right. But, like, this isn't a cruise liner. You know, like <laughs> it's a spaceship. Yet you need two people at least to do all the button pressing. One thing that I didn't notice, but uh, right after I saw the movie, people were pointing it out. The only difference between the Millennium Falcon from Return of the Jedi and this is that the radar dish is different. And that's because it gets knocked off in Return of the Jedi. Oh, so this one, it, instead of having the round one that they used to have, this one has a square one. And it's like, oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, it's nice. also a nerd detail. 
it's yeah. the type of thing where it's like after I watched this a hundred times, maybe I would pick up on it. But man, somebody got that immediately when they yeah, watched this movie yeah. and it was like, shit. Like, right, I guess I'm not that much of a nerd. Am yeah. I? Which... <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, I'm a fan. It's like they meet someone who's just like super superior. Like, well, okay, maybe not. That's a cool part right there. When you meet somebody who actually knows the backstory of Laura Santeca. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I hate that's what I hate too. Is like, I'm, yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, man. I love it. I've read all, a lot, ton of stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then they're, they start asking questions and it's just completely like, no. It keeps you humble. It keeps yeah. you humble. I can summarize things. Like, I can tell you that uh, Chewie has, like, a planet smash into him or a moon or something, but I can't tell you shit about why. To save uh, Han Solo's shitty-ass fucking son. Yep. Janus or one of them. Jaina and uh, Jason and Anakin, I think, are the kids. No, no, no. Anakin was the good one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jason. Jason's a bad one. Jason, yeah. I have the Star Wars chronology, and it's uh, you can get it at your local Books a Million. Uh, <laughs> it's like twenty bucks, and it's uh, it's like beginning of all the writing that was ever done, basically. And they condense it all in one book, and it's got pictures and all sorts of stuff. It's really good. It's definitely worth pick up. So, like the old old stuff, where the From, EU, including video games, anything that was like official canon before this movie, obviously, ah, uh, before uh, Disney took over and started rewriting yes. history. It was, the legend it was summarized, stuff. but it was really great, and they had pictures, and it's just, like, maps of the universe, where this, you know, and, like, how this, they, you know, went throughout the universe and discovered all these planets, and, like, it goes into detail and all that, it's really good. Oh, hmm. that's cool, yeah. Especially, like, your internet's out, and, like, you just want to read a book. Yeah. 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 Well, they keep picking different parts of that still and incorporating it. Yeah, but so I, wouldn't do, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, something like Thrawn pops up. Or well, that's a theory about New uh, Rogue One is that that guy in white could be Thrawn. Yeah, for those listening to this later on, uh, the Rogue One teaser was yesterday, <laughs> so uh, we don't know much about that movie either. Now there are going to be people clicking on this when Episode Eight comes out. And they're going to be like, "These guys are fucking idiots." It's clearly yeah. this. Or <laughs> Laura Dern is obviously uh, reincarnated Darth Maul. So. God, they know, they know Prince is playing Darth Vader. How do they not know this? <laughs> yeah, by now we already know that Kylo Ren is actually the descendant of General Grievous instead. <laughs> God, they should know that they brought Freddie Mercury's corpse back from the dead and they use him as a new Jedi. <laughs> okay, so BB-8's like weird <laughs> hook thing that he can like shoot out. Mm-hmm. It's a little like not like advanced in this time. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain technologies that are advanced, and there's certain technologies that seem, like, primitive for, like, it's time. That you would think that he'd be able to hover. But, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess hover. Hover? Yeah. R2-D2 could hover, and he was, like, 40 years before this. Yeah, how much uh, of a shitty job do you have if you're this dude, though? Uh, sir, we kind of fucked up. Yeah, but, like, there was, like, a committee that goes, okay, you stro- you pull the short straw, you gotta tell Kylo Ren <laughs> the bad news. <laughs> well, not like that's an expensive uh, set of equipment, Kylo. Like, right. fuck, man. What if that controlled, like, the... Uh... The anti-gravity field or something, you know? <laughs> the oxidation field was like, oh, God. <laughs> We're also out of cheese. Fuck you! 
See, he clearly knows Ray, which is making me go like he's got to be her, her fucking cousin or something. Like, but if you know Ray exists, when you like kind of either avoid Jakku or get Ray. One theory I've heard, I put don't put much uh, put much into it, is that Kylo Ren's the one who drops her off, and that he just kind of couldn't kill her. But then it's like, but she was thinking that she was dropped off by her parents, not by her fucking twenty year old. Okay, but she wasn't cousin. like a baby when she got dropped off either. She was like eight. Yeah, she's like eight or nine, and Kylo Ren should be about twenty around that time because he's like eh, roughly around thirty here. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Here's the, yeah, this moment. Oh, man, I cracked up so much at that. I was just kind of yeah, like, these two characters are fucking awesome. Yeah, this dialogue seems so, like, a Kevin Smith moment, though. Like, rapid, rapid talk, pointing things, and just, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it seemed like J.J. Abrams had no part in this. <laughs> yeah, just letting him. And that's that's what, one of my favorite things about the originals is, like, the conversation just seemed normal most of the time. Like, he sounds like a whiny bitch. Like, ah, God, but I was going to need some power converters. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, they let them be normal people, which is what, like, as soon as the movie started and they didn't talk in weird accents, I was like, all right, I'm good. Like, this movie could suck and I'd still be fine. Plus the fact that they weren't just having, like, Senate meetings. Yeah, for yep. sure. Oh, my God, no one's walking and talking in hallways. <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel like he needed to put his hand on her head right there. <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. He's just used to it. He just, just likes cute. touching her. You know, yeah. I, I get it. I can't I, blame him. She's I mean, cute. yeah, I mean, when she's within arm distance, I, I might touch Daisy Riley. I'm not going to lie. You know what? I'm actually putting it together because when that one died and he stuck his hand on his face and rubbed his face, <laughs> that's a sign of affection for stormtroopers. So he was just telling her, hey, I love you. I well, you. there's the deleted scene where he goes... What's your name? And he's like, F1-2187. I'll call you Finn. And he's like, oh, what's your name, Poe? Let me touch your face. Let <laughs> <laughs> you touch your face, <laughs> we're, we're like bros now, right? So I can like uh, pat your head. He's like got his arm behind his head and he's like trying to reach back there. And like, <laughs> you just see from Poe's point of view and it's like, get your hand on my face. I do like that line though. You got a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? The people went nuts during this. Oh yeah, that was great. This too, yeah. A lot of people like cheered. But unfortunately, because everyone saw the trailer like 50 times, like it's so I was expecting this. Yeah. But at least with this scene, it wasn't just bump. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Chewie looks weird. He looks pretty good for his age. He's like 300 years old. His at hair this is point. too nice. It's not, it's too, like, groomed. And his eyes are too, like, shrunk. Well, see, in the meantime, uh, when we saw him in the original trilogy, they're in the middle of, like, the losing end of the war and all that. Now they've gotten 30 years where they're on top. They could finally afford some shampoo and conditioner for him. <laughs> nice. It's like, Chewie, shouldn't you be back with your family? It's like, God, that exists. He's like, meh. <laughs> Here's typical, like, Star Wars lingo, though. You you stole it from this dude, and that old dude stole it from this dude. We'll meet him in comic number whatever. <laughs> then he looks at the camera slowly. <laughs> Chewie's just like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I love, that's my favorite thing. He's just like, I don't fucking pay attention. Stop touching my head, Finn. <laughs> 
nice little moment. Very touching. For to be like, oh man, I'm old. Yeah. Hey, what though? He looks pretty good. Seven. Like, for you buy him still being Han Solo. I think he's like early seventy. I think something like, like that. Late sixties, early seventies. Who are we talking about? Uh, Harrison Solo. Ford. Harrison I'm paying attention. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm watching it. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess he would be in his 60s. One thing I'm glad they're not going to have anymore in the extended universe is like Han Solo and like Leia were friends when they were kids and bullshit like that. Wait, that uh, happened? That's stupid. That shit always bothered me. Yeah, it was just dumb stuff like that. It was They were trying to do like a teen series so like teens would watch them back in the day. Remember back in the day we would read Animorphs and like Shit like that. No? I get it, but I'm just thinking, like, that. Yeah, happened. that's ridiculous. Like, they met yeah. at fucking A New Hope. Fuck you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? They, they don't need to be other friends. Right. Like, we don't. It's, a lot of the stuff in the prequels were like. Like, I appreciate some moments here and there. Like, I love R2D2 being Padme's droid. Yeah, that kind of makes but sense. But holy shit, C3PO should not have been built by Anakin. Fuck you. <laughs> The typical Star Wars line again. You've never heard about the Trillion Massacre? It's like, all right, when are we going to get that in a book? <laughs> that, yeah, it's something you have to look up later. That's definitely like uh, a whole like marketing scam. You'll have to look it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, boo. I'm booing that, Tony. <laughs> is Wikipedia really a thing? Wikipedia yeah, actually is a thing. thing. No, all right, thing. well, not, I'm an asshole. No. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Like, you're just you're just used to me doing site. terrible puns. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to call these guys out on this one. Space agents, Spasians. Spasians. Well, this has got uh, for those it? that looks for like, those who uh, pay attention to collider stuff. We got Mark Ellis here. My biggest takeaway about this scene is I want to figure out what Conja Club is. <laughs> Tell that to Conja Club. Because you took it from Conja Club. It's Conja Club. <laughs> Man. His eyes freak me out. Like, the thing is, it's not, he's not an alien. That's a human. That's his face. That's his, that's his normal face. Here's the rapid fire of Conja Club. <laughs> Let's see. It's, there's one. one. No, three at this point. Two. Two. Uh, it'd be three. Three Four. in the span of ten seconds. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, here's Kanji Club. <laughs> and some people from the raid. Can't wait to see this fight scene. This fight scene is going to be great, right? This is the equivalent of the S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Y family stepping up next to each other and then immediately not doing anything at all. Oh, which basically is what happens. <laughs> Again, a whole squad of stuntmen and realistic martial artists. That's a great exchange there. The whole, you know, did I uh, screw you guys over before? Yeah, twice. And Chewie's like, yeah. And then he's just like, well, what was the second time? It's like, that's classic on Solo, you know? Yeah. I love the unexplained backstories for Han Solo and like all this, you know? Yeah. I would... We're going to get that book, Han Solo, Kanja Club. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's something just really dumb, too. Like it's like a underground like Wookiee hooker league or something. Nightclub or anything. Yeah. 
So this is the second time she's attempting to, like, sabotage systems for, like, you know, like, to trick people. Because she's going to do that in Millennium Falcon. Now she's going to do it, like, with these space monsters. Uh. This whole Raftart thing was probably my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Out of place. Even the design's kind of like, meh. Yeah, know. everything about it was just bad. You know what? It's kind of like a testicle with tentacles. Do you think they did it, or do you think this is all planned out, like, because his leg broke and they had to find something else to do? Oh, actually, you got a good point, because you never see his legs at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but all he's doing in the scene is running. You would think that would be the worst thing for him to do. Right, him. but it's like... They could have shot that a little bit later, just that one part. It, it, but, like, at this point, yeah, it's because his, probably his, like, broke. So, like, oh, fuck, like, what are we going to do with, like, how do we explain him not, like, seeing his feet? Makes sense. To, oh, yeah, because you probably got a big boot on. I just think that they thought that it was kind of... I, I kind of blame it on Abrams a little bit, that he was probably, like, that he likes the idea of just having this kind of a tentacle monster thing. Sort of like, <laughs> let's try to do a little Sarlacc pit kind of moment, or... A mobile Sarlacc pit. It's funny because uh, I missed this whole part in the theater because I went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> it affected nothing uh, of the story. You know what this is going to be? This is going to be the. Uh, you guys are familiar with Goonies, right? Yep. The octopus in Goonies at the end? Well, they defended a tech deck of Sidney Lauper. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah, that's how they defeated the octopus. They, someone gives it a tech. Uh, uh, like an audio cassette tape of Sidney Lauper. And it freaks that's- out and goes away. No, it doesn't. It does. See it. Okay. okay well, I, I they, they they cut that part out of the movie, right? Because it's so bad. But they still yeah. cut that part in about like, oh, and you should see the octopuses. Because like I watched it the other day, I was driving with my kids, and my kids were like, "What octopus? I didn't see anything." No, definitely see, what see the scene again. It, it some kid, one of the Goonies shoves a cassette tape of the of singing Lopper in its mouth. <laughs> Jeez. And it plays too. Like it's, what? it's crazy. Yeah, man. Well, if Ray would have done that in this scene, then. <laughs> Yeah. So here's something I'm going to bring up a little bit later on. They established in this movie that this bowcaster thing is a beast. Yeah. And when he shoots Kylo Ren later on, a lot of people were bitching and complaining that, like, Finn could fight him. And it's like, dude, he got shot with this thing that blew people up. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be, like, really powerful. Like, it, that's why a Wookiee can handle it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Not to change the subject, but um, I think in this part right there, they do an homage to the old ones when uh, they shoot the door. And then there's a, there's like a, you can see the bad editing in between the shots of like the thing exploding and them shooting. Uh, cause they just did, they did that in this movie and it's super out of place and it's very noticeable. Like go back and watch it when, uh, or if you're following along, uh, you can go back in just a couple seconds when he shoots that door, you can see where like it freeze frames and it looks really bad. But I think they did that on purpose as an homage to the originals. Hmm. Well, the original one, you saw the one with the guy hits his head on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's things like, yeah, that. it's so great. Yeah. And then they brought that into Attack of the Clones. With a uh, Django Fett hitting his head. Yep. At that point, it's like, fuck you, Ray. It's my <laughs> ship. <laughs> Tell them to find them in Conjure Club. <laughs> <laughs> Conjure Club, Conjure Club. <laughs> that guy better be, like, listed. Instead of Balatik, he should just be, like, Conjure Club Enforcer. <laughs> 
Dude, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw this in the theater, my jaw dropped because I literally thought he was that big, and I was like, "Oh my god, are they trying to do the Avengers?" I did not catch on that he was a hologram. A hologram. I didn't think he was a hologram either, and I was pissed because I'm like, "Don't tell me they're gonna have him fight a fucking giant in like the next I'm movie or so something." Glad I wasn't the only one that thought that. No, I, I saw like leaf marketing where they explained this is a hologram because uh, what's his face? Andy Serkis was like, oh yeah, like I'm, I'm like this guy. And we're like, oh, I'm a hologram half the time. Like, wait, what? <laughs> hmm. like, I don't oh. like, uh, I don't like Snoke. You don't like Snoke? No, you know, in general right now, I'm not digging Snoke. He yeah. seems like he's like a discount Palpatine. Yeah, he doesn't. Like, I, he was, I, I actually thought he was like an ultimate Palpatine. He's a white pale guy and he's huge. Like, <laughs> Well, I think what was so good about the build for, uh, the emperor was you didn't see him till the third like the second one kind of you know what i mean that's like however long it took for those movies to come out eight years that's eight years before you get to see the ultimate bad guy you know there's such a build and then we just walk in on these guys talking about yeah bullshit. yeah the, it, it, there's no build up it's kind of like and here you go like everything so, you need yeah. to know plus it's like if you go back and you watch one through six just the way that it normally should be through like one through six then you get to see Palpatine as like this manipulative, like badass kind of character, and this yes. is like, oh, Snoke, he's been around all this time. Well, where the fuck was he? No, Not no one doing knows. anything. No like, one has an idea. Yeah, there's all these theories about how Snoke could be Palpatine's master, but uh, Plagueis. Yeah, but then that doesn't make any goddamn sense, right? Yeah, because then it's like, well, by the rule of two thing, he already killed him in his sleep. So again, that's what I mean. Like where. I have no idea where to put him in the story. Yeah. And then that kind of cheapens Palpatine a little bit, too, because it makes it seem like he's not the ultimate evil. He didn't do his job. There's a lot of really shitty theories out there, too. Some people are like, it's Tarkin, and it's like, dude, that fucker blew up. Yeah, he blew up in the first movie of that series. And he wasn't a dark side user. He was just a dude. I like that scene between those two. This is this is so weird to me. You just ripped it out. That's not bypassing. Yeah. <laughs> Typical Mary Sue. I can't I can't rip out piping in my car and then it goes faster. Like it yeah, Exactly. I don't know about your car. <laughs> this is one of my issues with this movie. Uh did he need to hit this and go, You guys remember this? And did he need to bring out that remote? droid thing and be like you guys remember that too like yeah i like i I like some of the things but some of them are like you didn't need that yeah but don't lie when you were a kid when that came up you totally wanted to play that game like that looked like the coolest shit ever yeah Yeah, that's true but then again i also just wanted a lightsaber (laughs) yeah well they 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 explain that like the first three movies like episodes one to three was meant for kids while this is really not if you think about it like it's way way more action way more like drama than like any of the first three movies had yeah well even just the idea that pg-13 movies now are marketed more as like some rated r movies used to be yeah like uh i i would even say like i i went back and watched uh monster squad or uh even goonies like in goonies they say shit like five times that's that's a hard pg-13 now yeah but and that's that's a pg movie and, like, yeah. that was a movie I grew up on. Like, that's, you know, I've never even thought about it cussing. But, like, I have, like, an eight-year-old and a six-year-old, and I'm just like, oh, man, maybe they shouldn't be watching this. 
No, I grew up watching shit. Terminator and RoboCop, and I I turned out fine. Hey, great, because we're '90s kids. We're gonna be awesome. Yeah, exactly. One day <laughs> we'll be awesome. We'll be. We're the future. We're the future tomorrow. <laughs> Once this economy gets better, we'll be able to control shit. <laughs> yeah. Once I figure out how to vote, I'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> They'll teach that in high school. This is a cool little difference. You got the original trilogy where Han's just going, ah, it's a bunch of bullshit. And this, by this time, he's already spent over 30 years dealing with it. And he's uh, just like, yep, yep, totally true. Dark Horse, side. That whole, like, Vader thing. Like, well, like, wouldn't the news cover half the shit that went on, like, or something? Where it's like, yep, like, it's true. There was a war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get the Jedi being a myth. Because it's like, that was... They were a major 60 part years of, the, ago? of the Clone Wars. Well, they, for one, they were a major part of the Clone Wars. But even let's just say that the Empire like took it over and like changed history, okay? But then now the Rebels fought back. But the Rebels knew that the Jedi were a huge part of it. And they were fighting mm-hmm. Darth Vader, who was the Dark Lord. Although they're not Jedi, but you know, but... That's so- history, right? You, we're not going to forget Hitler anytime soon. <laughs> right, like, and the Jedi were not just like a, a flash in the pan, they were ruling for over a thousand years. They were years. a whole republic before the Empire, like, was the Empire, the old republic group. Yeah. And it's like, a, you know, two decades go by and people are like, yeah, I don't know if that's real. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit. How- but then again, you know what, actually though, we do have people that think that the Holocaust wasn't real. They're idiots, but... <laughs> uh, somebody actually posted something really good yesterday. <laughs> I was playing uh, Heroes of the Storm, and somebody had posted... Uh, they called it the Hollow Hoax. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it was... Uh, uh, Anne Frank wrote in her journal with a ballpoint pen, and that wasn't created until 15 years after her death. Oh, come and then on. it's like, do you believe the Hollow Hoax? And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Wow. I actually never I think about it. It's like if you discontinue the Holocaust, you didn't have to discontinue Anne Frank. But like Anne Frank is like a national treasure everywhere. Yeah. Well, every war needs its hero. That's true. Also, that's like a fire starter, like a fireplace starter gun, right? Like that looks like what people like rich people use to start a fire in their fireplace, not like an actual laser weapon. Yeah. Well, she doesn't know how to use it anyway, so she probably wouldn't have been able to start a fire with it. She would have kept the safety on. <laughs> Look at her this stare. is one of those scenes, though, that makes you go, he gives her this look where he, he knows her. Like, oh, for sure. Also, the three things in his pockets, what are they? The three things. They're uh, Pez dispensers. <laughs> Actually, it's probably just pills. <laughs> it's heart meds. Yeah, exactly. This one's for my erections. This one's for my heart meds. Yeah, this, this one's for Leia. Sh- this one's for Chewy. Yeah. This- <laughs> <laughs> Should we doing the grunt work again? Yeah, while you go to the titty bar, what an asshole! Yeah, I'm you'll gonna be, go see Maz. You'll be clean, He's just the right height. You'll be cleaning up Wookie poop. <laughs> I didn't like this droid. It doesn't do anything. It's just this. No, I did not like it. It's portal. portal it's two. like it looks like the type of thing that was added in for no reason. No, kind of like what they did with the, the special trailer, editions. It's a great shot. Yeah, the like it doesn't check it out. Shot. Like I mean, it doesn't. It like if it would have given them like a uh, even shown them like there's the door, it would have felt a little bit more natural. Right. Or he had. It'd have been cool if he had to give like a password or something. Yeah. 
Not thinking the song either, too. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Definitely not as jazzy as the other ones. But look yeah. at that look, feature sport game. There's most death. Like, it's Wait, not as good as the death? Cantina, but at the same time, it's nowhere near as bad as that shit they added to Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That do 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 Oh, God, I hate that thing so much. CG blob, yeah. Uh, let's take an Oscar-winning actress and put her... Uh... <laughs> let's make her orange Yoda. Yeah. Oh, oh, I never even thought about that, but yeah, that's a good comparison. She's old like Yoda. She uses the Force like Yoda, kind of. You know, She's Force-aware. That's the weird part. Oh, Well, supposedly also- there's a deleted scene where she actually like stormtroopers come into the like the one area and she uses the force to take down the ceiling on them that's bullshit but they deleted the scene so it's like now is it not canon that she can use the force or what and why is this uh terrible microphone have eyes (laughs) well no that was this microphone using a microphone to talk so there's two so her (laughs) she actually has a backstory in the comics so this chick yeah Okay, the it's other one, the microphone, the microphone uh, droid, is a medical droid. Hmm. So it's something you had to read the other bullshit Wikipedia shit, but like <laughs> that—that's actually like canon for other things. I wanted to figure out the story of that hot chick, the one who like learned the Empire. She's like a mercenary. That—that's hmm. who she is. That and her big buddy are like a big. They're gonna be a big deal, I think. No, just her, just her. Well, yeah, but he's in something too, though. Is he? Okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I remember reading because I remember hearing something about you're talking about, but I remember reading it about him and oh. her, maybe. I, I I just remember her though. Mm. Oh, well, this is important. This scene. It's it's the weird Vader like, you know, craziness. So now here's one of my issues with this movie though. Kylo Ren attributes Vader as like you know teach me how to whatever. Now, not teach me how to Dougie, but teach me how to. <laughs> uh how to use the dark side number one he should know then that vader turned to the light and that he like that's the way that you're supposed to go no one knows that vader turned the light at the end well i mean han and leia though oh i guess they just never mentioned it to him or maybe and number two if he's actually getting any kind of guidance from darth vader then that means that anakin's not good anymore because he's telling him how to do dark side shit well, Anakin is a spirit now. Like he, he knew how to do be a spirit, so he's not doing his fucking job. <laughs> now, there's some kind of artwork that they had where they were originally going to have Hayden Christensen show up, and he was going to go back and forth between a dark side Vader afterlife kind of uh, ghost and the actual Anakin one. Which to me, that would be kind of cool if it was like he had spent so much time in the dark side that his soul kind of split in two. And maybe that's why it's doing it. Maybe that side's talking to see, Kylo. No, no, no. See, you're making too much of a good story, Tony. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this sounds way too good. You're too, it's too good. You're trying to teach kids like good and evil. Like, that's not going to work. You can't sell toys. <laughs> yeah, you can sell two toys. You can sell dark side ghost and uh, light side ghost. <laughs> Also, I want some of this fruit. Looks good. Yeah, space food always seems weird. Like, it seems appetizing for, like, a weird reason, right? Yeah, like, like that blue milk? The blue milk, the bread, I'd drink the, shit out of that. the space fruit, oh. the alcohol. Like, There's nothing the that looks more delicious than uh, in Hook when the, uh, whatchamacallit, oh, people the dream oh, the scene? frosting meal. They're all eating, like, oh weird God. frosting. It oh. looks so good. <laughs> it really does. You, yeah. you can understand why that one kid's super fat. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, man, if I was there, I'd eat so much of that imaginary food. Ooh. Although, actually, if it's all imaginary, how the hell did that kid get so fat? He must be really thinking hard about it. Yeah, the kid's got the best imagination. It actually turns out he's the one with the marbles, right? So He's the, he's the one that's like, man, I'm thinking so hard about this, I can practically taste it. And it's like... <laughs> See, that's a person too, right? That red, the guy with the red hat head? Like red head head guy or the guy that walks by they'll, they'll show him here in a second but he's a he's a character too i think i mean they're obviously all characters but i mean well, like have a more story oh that, he's a character that old the guy one that, um finn almost joins is supposed to be like a cargo crew that just like does space fishing or something like that <laughs> like it's something that they quickly mentioned but they quite didn't like you know flush it out yet see there's most deaf in the background I keep seeing Finn. I don't know who you're talking about. Are you just talking about Finn again? <laughs> no. There, there's a guy that... There he is. Spot back right. Oh, wait. The guy in the rags? That's, yeah. like, kind of black in the back? Yeah. No, See, again, though, that's that's Masconata. Who's the girl? And Han obviously tells her, but we don't see it because they're keeping it out from the audience. It's a, yeah, it's a blind I, audience I, scene. I was and... really upset about that because, like, that's shitty storytelling where, like, obviously... Everyone knows, but the audience. About what? The it's like who's the girl? And Han looks at her as like I'll tell you, and then like it cuts away to this. Now some people uh, think okay. that she's their other kid, and it's like no, because he would have said something to Leia. <laughs> but if she's the niece and Luke's kid, yeah, then that's you that know, it's way just... more sense than going. Oh yeah, you're my other daughter. By the way, I'm gonna ignore you. Right, and he says, "I saw our son." He, you would think that he would also be like, and here's my our daughter. Oh, by, by the way, way. our daughter. Because she's not in the room during that sequence. Right. I'm going with the theory that they think that Luke's daughter is dead. And that he's got the feeling that she might be her or whatever. Maybe that's be. what... Because uh, I kind of like... I like that thing you guys were talking about earlier where Kylo Ren, uh, he dropped her off, right? But because he can't kill her, because yeah, he still has a little bit of good in him. Turned him to the dark side, right? So like, that was the last straw. Like the family broke ties with him after this part. Maybe, uh, maybe. Like, again, it's awesome because we're trying to think of better storylines. I think we're looking yeah, at right. too. Right. See, there's most death again. You see him? Wow. Yeah, like vaguely. All the left side. Did he really have like a huge contract? Because he's like passing by or like in blurriness. There he is again, right side. He's in every scene. <laughs> Is that him again? He's again in the middle. <laughs> this dude, Jesus. Wait, Christ. no, I think you're not. He's like the only black guy in the back. It's actually Morgan Freeman the whole time. <laughs> now you can tell with his rubber hands. You guys know that Morgan Freeman has one arm, right? What? What? You guys did not know. Are you making a, are you making a happy Gilmore joke here? <laughs> Morgan Freeman has one arm, one hand. That's not a joke. Like. Huh. Did uh, Vader cut it off? He did. He, I think Morgan Freeman is technically Morgan Skywalker. Um, <laughs> He's actually Luke this whole time, not Mark Hamill. Yeah. Hey, if you're if you're listening to this uh, still, uh, pause it and then just go YouTube. Uh, Morgan Freeman has one hand, and then watch hmm. all the movies where his hand is like you could uh, freeze frame it when it's like looking all rubbery. When Are like, you sure about I, Morgan Freeman or Denzel Washington? Because he has one hand that's fucked up. Morgan Freeman. All right. Yeah, like in The Dark Knight, he's climbing a ladder and you can see his hand like being all rubbery and bouncing on it. <laughs> I thought you were just making a joke that Morgan Freeman looks like the dude from Happy Gilmore that has the one hand. Oh, no, 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 no. Chins? Okay. Chins. 
look at Denzel Washington's like left or right hand. He has the one that's like his two pink, his two fingers are like really fucked up, so that you never see the hand. So this is a huge scene right here. This is something we've never seen before, like psychometry. Yes, and that's what she's got like the. You know, she's seen these visions, and some of them are from the past, some of them are from the future, some of them are concurrently happening. Like, yeah, it's weird. It's it's a really fast paced storytelling, and this iconic scene is in the goddamn trailer that everyone like overanalyzed. Yeah, like who's this dude? Like, apparently, this is not supposed to be when Kylo Ren killed all of the other Jedi. This is which the order it makes of you Ren. think that that's what it was. But this is but, the Order of Ren guys. Where the fuck are these people? Right, like... Then she sees herself? <laughs> okay, that's like, One of my biggest Peg. issues with this movie is just that they have so many things that they need to explain. Oh, tons. Like, they don't they don't like even explain what the hell the whole so that's Alan political Tudemic system right is. During that sequence, that voice, it says Ren. Yeah. Well, the, the one that says Ray right, is yeah. Alec Guinness. Yeah, Alec Guinness, that's it. Yeah, so, and um, here's the thing. these are your first steps are, is uh, Ewan McGregor. Yep. Which I think that's kind of cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah, they took, uh, from what he says, don't be afraid. And they took the Ray part of that. To be Ray? These are your first steps. I was the best part of the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> um, Here's that shot that's kind of like the shot that we saw in the trailer, but yeah, was yeah. never in the movie. Where she's handing the lightsaber to Leia. To Leia? Yeah. Remember in the trailer they showed Maz Kanata, she hands the lightsaber to Leia? Really? Yeah. I forgot. I thought it was for her. Because she was like, that was Luke's, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because Maz Kanata goes with them after this whole attack, but they just cut that out of the movie. They were like, well, if she goes with them and doesn't do anything, it kind of seems pointless. Well, but her, it's like, yeah, but at least you know that she doesn't die. Like, yeah, her bar's gone, so it makes sense. And poor Maz Kanata, she's been running that place for a thousand years, and then it's just like, it's done. What's the matter with your face? <laughs> Stop wearing those goggles. They're kind of fucking up your eyes. Right? And those goggles are clean. You can't see through those things. So, I again, I don't know what alien this is, but they're definitely going to have an expanded fucking universe with, like, explaining this whole group. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Adventures of uh, Maz Kanata versus Kanja Club. <laughs> Kanja Club. <laughs> It's all time to tie back to Kanja Club. The fact that they call it Kanja Club just sounds like it might be Jamaican, but then it's like Kanja, it's like Latin for unit. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with that. Oh man, if it's actually like a Jamaican like, club, that'd be so sweet. Yeah, when they're actually meaning to pronounce it Ganja Club. <laughs> yeah, that's the Ganja Club. <laughs> Ganja Club, man. Look, look I'm so So the only thing about drugs they ever reference is the death sticks from like episode two. So, like, drugs aren't a problem here. Yeah. Oh, here we go with Hitler scene. This is great, by the way. And those two stormtroopers look like midgets. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, they really do. I never noticed that. Yeah. Holy shit, they really do. Sorry for uh, any little people listening. But they, uh, I'm sure that they're big. just that, a little pissed about it. <laughs> Look how big their helmets are. That's got to be an homage to Spaceballs. <laughs> also, it's like, I will avenge my brother who died in Harry Potter part <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He was in uh, Revenant. Did you guys watch that? He was? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he's the uh, captain or whatever. He gets away, okay. We will find those bears. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he will win an Oscar for it. This was no doubt one of my favorite scenes to just make fun of after I saw the movie the first time. I just kept pretending like I was Hux. And it was just kind of like, you know, we're driving back from uh, Atlantic City. It's just kind of like, remember that you take the seventh exit. And when you do the last exit. It's like, That's so good. It, it just It's really hard to take British people speaking loud as like a serious tone. You know what I mean? Tell you what, though. Bringing about the, the Revenant, I buy this dude shouting as more threatening than anything that Tom Hardy would have done. If he would have just been like, we're going to find a pelts. We got to find the Republic's pelts. That's the pelts. My favorite line of the whole movie is, and it's great. It's fucking, uh, get the pelts. That's, that's the second time I saved your life. I ought to be God to you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Good line. Hey, uh, banana. Such a great line. Now this part, whole, this whole thing right here, stupid as hell that they have another death star. And the whole difference is just, it's like five death star well, beings. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Like, Different technology, if no one attacks it, is pretty badass, right? Mm. Also, huge backstory for like these two characters. Her and, and she then, is gorgeous. Well, they waste her. She was like, she like won a contest, basically. To be honest, she was supposed to be like Leia's number two yeah, or something, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a huge backstory with her and everything, and that's why she gets upset when like she gets wiped out, right? In the comic, not in the movie. In the movie, she's kind of like meh. Hmm. They don't set up at all that, like, like now that I've tried to look more into it, it's like the Hosnian systems where they're holding the Senate, so they actually, like, destroyed the Senate. Well, because, yeah, they moved from Coruscant to that other planet. Mm. People thought that but was Coruscant. Like, they don't set that up in this movie at all. Ooh, no, that's something you had to read as a weird prequel, like, stuff to this mm. movie and then in the books, you know? That's one of their biggest flaws with this film is, like, they took that stuff for granted. and Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't have giant plot points like you can. The the dude from um, there's no bearing in the, the this yeah. planet exploding like that's a planet full of at least Alderaan there was like a sort of importance that's like four Alderons that blew up but because there's no time to set it up to even explain anything mm. just they're gone like, Alderaan all you got to need to know is that that's her home planet yeah, yeah. that's she all you that. need to she know she said it like three or four times during that sequence and that's it. And it's like, it blows up and Finn goes, it was the Republic. And it's like, but that was the Republic? Did they blow up Coruscant? Did they, you know, oh, that it, kind of thing? It's not even Coruscant. You know, it's exactly, yeah. Point. You don't even know it's Coruscant until a little bit later on. And All right, so during this part, I thought, okay, Finn is a Jedi now? Because he just grabbed that, 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 that Luke's saber and he's just like, ooh. And I was like, oh, okay, so that's his weapon now. You know what I mean? Like, just putting mm-hmm. two to do together. From the trailer sequence and then this. I was like, oh, so now that's just his weapon. I still am hope, holding out hope that it turns out that he's got, like, latent force powers. Even without that, he, he was he still held his own, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's still badass. Yeah, for a guy who just swung it. God damn it, Ray. Everybody knows you take off the safety for your uh That guy fire shot first thing. and still missed. He's that shitty stormtrooper that they just put on uh, lookout duty. <laughs> he can't fire, but he can go, hey, yeah. somebody's there. Hey, I'm going to shoot first and miss, like, by a few feet. See, the First Order has learned their lesson from the Empire. They go, we'll send Bill to go check for little teddy bears. Anytime we're on a forest planet, we got to make sure there's no teddy bears. <laughs> I don't. Freeze and rocks. That's how the weakness is. <laughs> So, okay, 
do you, uh, here's the thing about BB-8. He's a great in desert, he's great in space, or a ship. But, like, forest landscapes are really not a great thing for ball droids. You know what, though? It's a real droid. Like, it actually does, that, you know, a physical thing that goes over all that material, so. Yeah, I, just... I guess they figured out a way for it to work. Well, because, like, that's why in Return of the Jedi, R2 is not on the planet. It's, like, way too, like, terrainy. Yeah. People marked out with the whole, uh, you do have a weapon, and it was just kind of like, ah, man, we're seeing fucking lightsabers yeah, that again. That was like, cool. That was, people clapped. Like, not a lot of people clapped, but some people clapped. Mm. All right. Once again, though, we see that bowcaster is just, and how brutal is that shot, too, Super by the way? brutal. You don't even see a lot of Jedis do that and run in. All right. And we can't, we can't let this go no. by without talking about we the greatest character in the history of the whole seven films, TR-8R. Yeah, TR-8R. <laughs> Super backstory. People want to know why this why is this traitor and this this whole passion sequence. Which apparently he's nines from uh, the one book or comic or whatever. He's one of like there was a uh, Finn had a group of like a couple of friends. Yep. And uh nines was one of them and that's apparently nines. Yep. But I like TR eight R better. That's so cool. <laughs> traitor. Like Super Giffy. Like out of everything that came out of it, like mm-hmm. he was like one of the best gifts I've seen. Also, then he gets just, like, Indiana Jones killed. You know what I mean? Like, just bowcast out. wonder what the subtitles for Cherry right then are. It's probably just like, yo, fuck you. Wookiee roaring is, like, a group uniqueness to it. You know what I mean? Like, it just different types of screams, and it means different words. Yeah, talk about people not understanding droids. How the hell do you understand? Yeah, Wookiees is like way more complex than. Okay. The big reveal that nope. uh, Poe's still alive. Poe comes back, even though doesn't explain at all. This is something you had to read in the goddamn novelization to understand how he did this. Well, originally he was supposed to die in the script. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to get Han Soloed out of this. And then they were just kind of like, yeah, we kind of like this guy. Like, let's keep him around instead of just killing him for no reason. What was it? Isaac something? What's his name? Oscar Isaac. I- Oscar Isaac. They're like, yeah, he can act. Like, surprisingly, <laughs> right? Here's this, like, charismatic, good-looking dude who's actually kind of an interesting character. Can we, like, not kill him? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. Dias Ex Machina, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll forgive that and, like, we'll make him a Star Wars guy now. Finn is the best. Okay, so Finn's super weapon is a gun. Don't give him a sword. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they could give him a sword gun. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, like, it's space. Like, it's future space, whatever. Like, sword guns could exist. Hey, they do in uh, Star Wars Rebels. Ezra's got the... His uh, blaster is also his lightsaber. Really? I, okay, so do you remember, have theories about what this planet was? This was, I think, was this part of the trailer or the international trailer? Where it's like, is this Endor? I was assuming that it wasn't, but that was after they had already said that uh, what seemed like Tatooine was Jakku. And I'm like, oh, so they're just doing the same shit but calling it different planets? Fine. I see. It was like, well, we're going to have not Hoth, not Endor, and not uh, not Tatooine. I see. 
which they better have some different locations in the next movie. I don't want to see things that we can see on Earth. Yeah, I like, want to see different terrain that just should not exist. Yeah. Like, they don't need to go crazy, stupid, weird with it, but, like, give us a planet with, like, constant meteor showers, or give us, like, uh... As it rain, you know? Like, yeah, like, you know... I, I mean, like, I actually appreciate episode three for that lava planet. Yeah, Mustafar was kind of cool. Yeah, super awesome. Even the idea that they had that big, like, mushroom planet. It was just like, you know, it was something different. Yeah, like, that was that was cool. So looked fake as fuck. But. So uh, what, what force power is holding you still like that? Like, just freezing you? Like, that was never, like, in anything. Like, it can just hold you. Maybe, like, a really advanced force push. But, like, you're, you're holding them. Like, you're, you froze their whole body. You know what I mean? Like, and then he just can do things that no other Jedi can do, like this. Yeah, that whole thing is just like, mm. like the knockout wave. <laughs> <laughs> like, even I don't like that's a dark side power, right? It has to be. No light Jedi could just be like, and you're asleep. It's just uh, he took a hypnosis class. <laughs> Dating one hundred and one. Which actually, you know, when you bring it up, it's kind of like, uh, his powers are sort of like date rapey. They are. Intrusion in the mind, puts you to sleep, holds you still. Yeah. It's, it's Bill like... Cosby of dark side powers. Oh, God. Dude, just get a blaster out. Apparently in this universe, super... blasters can blow up yeah. these things. Again, as I'm saying, like, there's the, the, the degree of weaponry is like, a gun could take out a ship, a ship could take out a ship. It doesn't matter. Did you see that? They took her. She's gone. You mean Luke's kid? I mean, uh, shit, we weren't supposed to say that until the next movie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Possibly. Who knows? She's got I'll be pissed if she's not. You mean Darth Maul's kid? I mean, what? <laughs> Big reveal. Is it? But you know what? She's not looking that bad. I'll admit it. But we're talking about, like, Lucas CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I hate... I'm not a big fan of 3PO. Like I'll I'll admit it. I mean, I'm gonna catch some flack for it. I think his character is pretty annoying, but him popping up there and doing just like, hey, you know, you, you probably want to see me, right? Like that. I was just like, all right, that's three PO. That's really good. Okay. okay. Like I like how little he's in this movie because if they would have made him as big of a character as he was before, Return of the Jedi, three PO is annoying as fuck. He's like a vital point of the whole movie. He translates between Ewoks, like. He does translation between Java. Like, it just... So much. Which, uh... When we get to the end part... Um... The idea that Leia doesn't hug Chewie. It's annoying. It is. A lot of people are, like, really upset about that. I'm like, kind of Those are the two people that. that should be the most upset about... Han dying. And she just goes to Rey instead. And it's like, nah... Yeah, it's kind of weird. They they really discontinued Chewie. Okay, so she's still pr she's Queen Amidala, right? No, Queen Leia, right? Or is she just Princess Leia now? Well, I don't know because it's like she was Princess of Alderaan, and Alderaan doesn't exist anymore. So, like, You're you kind of think by default, like she's not royalty, ruler of anything. Yeah. But then at the same time, she's also sort of like the Senate leader, kind of. Although she's a general, but. 
again, they should have just they should have said something about it. They didn't they explain it. They do not. I don't know. If this is in the book. I didn't read that part. Well, I don't remember that part. Also, this is a different romance moment. Oh, definitely. Between droid and between like other man. We got to pay attention this time to see if Finn touches his face. <laughs> Let's see. We got uh, yep, tap back, on the back. It's the man hug. He's got uh, some of Han Solo's pills on his leg. <laughs> Keep it. It suits you. You look good in it. Oh, damn it. How'd you get off a of Jakku? I did a lot of sex things. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how did he get off the planet? It's like, ah, backstory. Don't matter. Like, nah, I meant in the this... book, they shortcut how he got off that goddamn planet. Hmm. I met this dude named Darth Maul or something. <laughs> There's uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Real daughter, yeah. And uh, there's um, Matt Parkman from Heroes. <laughs> Just like, he doesn't even have a name, I think, in this movie. He's Snap Wexley. And apparently there's a book, I think it's Aftermath, that takes place like just a little bit after Return of the Jedi. And he's a little kid in it. So he's like, some, uh, you know, they introduced him in a book first. Hmm. Chewie's going to get some. This female like Han because she's wearing the same getup. I was like really yeah. confused about that. Like that, if you had to say like sexy Han, like that's the costume that you would buy. She's Han Sola. <laughs> I love how the red arm to C3PO is explained in another comic. Like that was marketed. Where it's like find out why C3PO has a red arm instead of the gold one. I'm like, what? I think he has the gold arm back again at the end too. Um, I don't remember this one, but he get yeah. Did, he did, the next movie they said like he's gonna get his gold arm back, but they, there's a comic series they they marketed it where it's like why he lost his arm. And I'm like I don't give a fuck. Like right, like I really don't care about three PO that much. Like I don't, but I imagine you definitely don't. You know what I mean? Right. I would care more if like R two got another antenna. I'm actually more curious why R2 just doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like, he just is off. I'm assuming this is just lazy writing. It's, it's convenient plot writing, because it's like, oh, Master Luke left, and then he just shut off. Like, you can, he's a robot. You can turn it on. Especially because BB-8 should know R2, and he should know his situation if he's been deactivated since Luke left. Spoiler alert, aren't their maps, like, compatible? <laughs> like... Isn't that the whole point of the movie? Hmm. The fact that he just, like, wakes up once the plot's convenient for him to do it. Like, instead of right now, you would think that he would go, like, oh, you found that other part of the map? Oh, you're back with me within proximity. Now we can turn on. You know what I mean? Like, I can pair with you. But it's, like, after Han dies, like, oh, yeah, now I work. Like, fuck you, R2. Because you can't even say that it's like Luke contacting R2 through the Force because it's like, R2's not Force-sensitive. No, a robot. Like, that doesn't work on robots. That was the, the problem with Jedis and robots. So, I love this point. It's like how they quickly mention, like, that was our kid. And uh, we had a kid, by the way. <laughs> not only did we have a kid, the kid's also 30. 
and turn to the dark side, and it's all because of Snoke, but we're not going to tell you about Snoke, and it's, Luke was trying to train him, and Luke fucked up, yeah. and then it's like, oh my god, you're, you're doing so much exposition in 30 seconds. Between characters who aren't moving, which is great, I do like that, that's classic Star Wars, before the CGI walk and talk bullshit. So they, it's like a one-on-one conversation, get all the information you need. So it's like a plus or minus right here, because if this was episode one style, they'd be walking a fucking hallway. Mm-hmm. And one of them would have been sitting on some kind of floating thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Do you see the stuff about what, uh, these are apparently ashes that he puts the helmet in. Oh yeah, I read that like recently where it's like his fallen enemies that he just collects and just does that as a fun thing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> Super fucked up. Like, even Vader didn't do that. Yeah, it's like, he's this, like, sick emo kid. It's just kind of like, I gotta collect it. So I love that, like, his nose of the helmet has to move up to take off his mask. (laughs) Like, it locks into place to his weird-ass real nose. (laughs) So, like, again, that's something they revealed, like, as the Blu-ray came out. Not in the theater for the longest time. So I was like, did you fucking, like, smoke a lot? Like, what? Why does he have, like, a bucket of ash that he puts his helmet in? Yeah, it's weird. You think that he looks enough like them to be their kid? Yeah, yeah. There was that whole theory with someone fucking to face mapping this face. One of those hot, like, young Harrison Ford has, like, a bridge nose like that. So it's, like, Carrie Fisher's eyebrows and then, like, Harrison Ford's, like, weird broken nose structure. They did it. But... Hayden Christensen's hair. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't realize that. It's the, it's the like, episode three hair. Yeah. But, like, I can't take him seriously. I've seen, like, two episodes of Girls, so I'm just like, fuck him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> once you see some actor in a different, like, setting, you just can't take him serious anymore. So <laughs> glad that they didn't let him have that weird-ass beard that he usually has, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, like, weird, like... I'm a grown-up beard. <laughs> yeah, oh man, it's so, like, pervy. Yeah! And he's already doing pervy shit, so that would've just been, like, uncomfortable, you know? But, honestly, I respect him as, like, a person, because he does a lot of, like, terrible stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if you ever looked at his backstories, like, before he got into acting, he was an active military guy, like, he supported the troops, and he does a lot of community bills and stuff, and he doesn't take himself too serious. I'm like, fuck, mm. like, okay. But then, like, you see girls, and it diminishes it. So, like, any good he does, my mental state is, like, still locked in in a different area. You know what's cool about it is uh, I was in the Marine Corps as well, and he started a acting fund or, like, yeah. some sort of, like, acting school for yeah. Marines when they get out so they can transition into yeah. uh, the, like, acting world. Yeah, back to, like, civil, uh, citizen jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, but mostly, I mean, it's, it's all set up for acting. Like, so they can act and pursue their dreams or whatever. Like, where the fuck was this guy when I got out in 09? What the hell? <laughs> I think mean, he great. came out, like, 010, so he can go making girls. So it's like, mm. uh, again, different thing. And it's it's just, this guy, he does a lot of good things, but because I've seen three episodes of Girls, I can't think of anything else. Oh, it's, it's kind of like the dude that uh from Oz that won the Oscar. A couple Nobody. guys won Oscars or Oz. Well, no, uh, the guy. See, now me. she brings up Vader. That means that she clearly can see back into his brain too. Right. So when he was doing that whole thing with uh, Poe, he was obviously like peeking into his brain, 
more so than just torturing him. Oh yeah, yeah. But then she can also do the whole brain rape too, because she saw something yeah. too. Wait, does it put a hole in the, the the theory that if he doesn't know who she is, then he definitely couldn't have left her on that planet? Kind of. See, that's why I like the whole theory where he's like, "I left you, with, I I deserted you to be safe as my only last good deed." Would it right. sounds honorable in writing, but because he has avoided who she is in this moment, makes no well, sense. he doesn't. He doesn't say anything that indicates that he doesn't know who she is. He says that she's powerful and whatever. And there's a few, there's a few linear, there's a few like hints at it that he's like unfamiliar with. And that's the problem. It's like if you come from that bloodline of like strong force users, when when your number two concern be like, you're gonna be like force force vulnerable. Here's uh, Daniel Craig. For those that didn't know where he popped up in the movie, he's the stormtrooper. Which um. It's weird to think, because he was, he was filming Spectra at the same time, so he, like, took a break from Spectra to, like, do this. And it's like, knowing that it's him, you can tell with his voice. Oh, yeah, I did not know that first time I saw this. What about you, Joe? Did you, did you see this, and you're like, Daniel Craig, yeah! No, not at all. I'm 007, brah, brah, brah. I don't want to be 007 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he does in all the movies. Yeah, basically. He tries not to be James Bond. That's why the movies are very iffy for me. Definitely. It'd be great if he actually, like, she says, you know, you're going to leave your gun, and he's going to be like, nah, Q said I can't. <laughs> but the fact that she knows about the mind trick means that she had to have been trained before. But she's I'm guessing. thinking she's, like, she had to be, like, mind-wiped or something. Yeah, like, Luke, yeah, I, my theory is Luke dropped her off, not Kylo. And Luke falsely implanted some memories in her to be like, look, it's better if you don't even think that you know who I am. Oh, that That's makes true. sense, yeah. You know? Well, because I was like, gonna say that, like, maybe she was trained young and she's just now remembering it, but, like, yeah, she would have full memories at least being part of the Jedi. I also love this scene. It's like the only time Stormtroopers are like, we should not follow orders. We should, like, <laughs> go away. Yeah, fuck that shit. Oh, by the way, I was gone so long. Uh, my mic, uh, uh, I had it muted and forgot, so I was talking <laughs> to you guys for a while. <laughs> so I love they harness the power of, like, Sunny D to, like, fucking power <laughs> her gun. I'm just thinking, like, oh, I, Neil DeGarris Dyson was just like, no, this is can you cannot do that without burning your surface. My buddy was believing that uh, that's the guy from Iron Man. What guy from Iron Man? That's the director of Iron Man. Oh. John Favreau is in this? Oh, that's not John Favreau, guys. That's, that's the guy from Heroes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, what? I'm like, your buddy's right. That's not the guy from yeah, Iron Man. Was right. yeah. Oh, I feel like it. We've got Neem Num. We've got uh, Matt Parkman from Heroes. We've got uh, the dude who was in Rush Hour. Yeah. The, the evil. And um, <laughs> he was also uh, an X-Men. He was in... Um, Quill. He was Quill. That's yeah, Quill. In the movie that should not be spoken of ever. Yep. That movie that did not happen. Oh, they got the guy from The Matrix. I think Morgan Freeman's in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> 
love how Amar Airpark's here. He just doesn't say anything. Oh, wait. Shit, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's probably a trap. <laughs> I like how people are uh, figuring out the, the probability of landing on this planet and everything was conveniently in like one spot. Yeah. But I do call bullshit on the idea that they're just kind of like, well, this is a bigger Death Star, and it's like, well, great. Same plan, like, though. Yeah. Like, uh, that, for the people that criticize the movie for being too much like it, you have to admit yeah. that there's some credibility to it. Like, they didn't need to have a Death Star in this one. But you know what? Yeah. They, I love the themes, though. Like, it, it's George, George Lucas is one thing, is that, like, something he repeats is, like, if there's similar themes, he will, he will use them. And even J.J. Abrams picked up on it to, like, continue, like, a, a death planet that shoots a laser, you know? And then an important death. And then, like, introduction of, like, certain character type, archetypes. Like, it it makes sense, and I love it for that. I guess it makes sense, especially because it's, like, a space opera and all, op- like, or... Like, Any opera. Yeah, they kind Any of... Any saga opera. Well, we'll yeah, exactly. certain patterns. Yeah, like that, that's why you like it. Some people might be upset, but then years later, you might be like agreeable. You know what I mean? Like the people yeah. would be like, "Oh yeah, it makes sense now." It's like, go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> that's why yeah. episode one, two, and three. I didn't think of it as like terrible movies, but I, I just think like the effects ruined it for everyone. That's it. The story yeah. wise and plot wise is like it still makes sense. Acting wise, a little different. Yeah, acting. See, what sucks is like. Yeah, and everybody hates the story, but like I find the story enjoyable. It's, but I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. some of the scenes and shit. But I'd love to see a fight between Obi Wan and Anakin. That's fucking killer. That's awesome. Oh, that was the that was the best part of the yeah. the, the new saga was like oh, that. that and then immediately followed by the worst thing in cinema history. Well, I mean, no. you look at this movie. <laughs> you look at uh, Empire Strikes Back and stuff. Star Wars is always better when Lucas gives him an idea and somebody else does it. Yeah, good point. Oh yeah. So, like, if somebody else, you know, would have been able to do it, uh, the prequels, they would have been able to say, yeah, this whole, like, Jar Jar thing is dumb as fuck. Let's not do it. But did you, again, the original Lucas idea was that Jar Jar was secretly, like, working his way up the ranks to be evil. Yeah, I love that theory. I love that theory, and it makes more sense. But because, I guess, like, someone said, okay, change of direction, Lucas was like, all right, let me back off that. The the whole theory that um he's a he's it's like a drunken master. He's like a dark Sith, just like hidden. Yeah, and he's using like the form of like a drunken master. Like, and yep. if you go back and see the they, the video that's on YouTube, if you guys want to go check it out, uh, it shows like uh, the similarities between like. Uh, like I don't put any stock in that being a real. I know, TV. but it's great how fucking know, yeah. detail yeah. they go into. <laughs> oh yeah, so but I think it's, it's like four videos of that or more. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like. That's not a singular theory. There's a deleted scene that Han checks out the Millennium Falcon. Not Han checks out. Uh, Kylo Ren checks out the Millennium Falcon, and it's like, all right, that could have been cool in the movie, you know? Like, well, yeah. like that thing made a huge amount of noise, and then Kylo like senses, but like, wouldn't the planet detect it? Because this planet is filled with like evil guys. Yeah. Well, wait, so you're saying there's a deleted scene where he goes to, he goes aboard the Millennium Falcon and kind of, like, looks around? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been so important to the movie because it makes such a right. connection with his dad. That's great. Yeah, because the only time, like, they actually interact is the bridge. And, like, that's the only importance. Yeah, and I like the idea of, like, 
him feeling his father's presence and like his, you know what I mean? Like his family's presence and it's somewhere he's like been in since he was a kid and he's kind of like looking through it. You know what I mean? That builds a connection. Yeah, it's like going back to your old home. Yes. And then you can't tell if he's going to be turning evil or good. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah, because it could be a reminder of him that goes, yeah, you know what? I do still have a family. And again, yeah. we just we skip past this one scene that has a couple of good jokes right. here. The sanitation thing, yeah. which was clearly a reference to the J.J. Abrams, uh, Kevin Smith connection, that they're friends. <laughs> and they have that whole thing with clerks about, you know, the, the stormtroopers know how to install a toilet main. Oh, like, yeah. And the whole, that's not how the Force works. Like, that's so good. But here we go with Captain Phasma being just a complete waste. That can use, can use any computer to turn off a very major component of a whole planet system. Mm-hmm. Oh. They need to redeem that character in the next I feel one. Like she, they needs, did that. she needs to hunt FN2187. She needs to, like, burn a village down personally, like, just to make up for her bad assness. Because she's a captain of a whole legion, you know? Like, how is she the rank of captain? Uh, she gets captured pretty easily. Well, uh, well, I mean, I guess you can look at it from the point of view is that uh, she stays alive, I guess, right? So maybe that's yeah. how she's a captain. It's just by like being, fuck it, I won't shoot. <laughs> like I'm not gonna fight. That's true. Which they need to explain how she survives too, because the planet explodes. Well, uh, I think they did that because she killed the best character in Game of Thrones. Still, I've never seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. Wow, and your best friend does a whole show about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, um, uh, anybody uh, here, Game of Thrones starts, uh, make sure you check out Mike Payton's uh, podcast. Also, make sure to check out the uh, static on Stallman's end. <laughs> Are you saving on this thing? No. <laughs> It'd be so great if Finn would have just pulled the trigger right then. Yeah. Just yeah, there is a, a trash compactor, but on the second thought, bang. I heard they ripped off his arm because they caught him masturbating again. Yeah. <laughs> Chewie does it. He's like used to ripping off arms. <laughs> Chewie couldn't reach the remote, so he ripped off C-3PO's arm. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, reached out and grabbed it. So there's one thing I've always had a question about, was that, like, this planet construction took, had to take years to do, right? Like, that, no one had any questions about this, you know what I mean? Like, no one was like, yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah, whatever happened to the other rest of the whole planet, like. A, A galaxy destroyer weapon planet that just showed up. Yeah, there's a new, Did they ever a new say planet in our solar system, guys. Did they ever say what the planet was? No. Because they don't tell you, like, if it used to be Hoth, or it used to be whatever. But it kind of seems like the amount of time and effort and money and resources that you would do into building this, just, like, Hire more troops. Well, like, who's financing this army? Right. Because they don't have the funds from the Empire anymore. Yeah, this is the new order. They're not the Empire. So it's like, uh... uh they actually have a really good knitting business. Uh, the Stormtroopers in their off <laughs> Knit t-shirts. Yeah, man, armies cost money. Yeah. Am I, is my mic still staticky? Uh, it seems like it's when you move around, probably. Uh, I won't move. 
You're going to have to do the, the Kylo Ren Force Frozen thing. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> Why are you doing that? So this is like one window off of how many that just sees a uh, this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. None of the other stormtroopers are like, yeah, you know that girl you're looking for? She's kind of like hanging off the side of this one section of the ship. The girl that's wearing just robes? Nah, I'm looking at it right now through my window. Yeah, I, I know I'm in the shitter right now, but I can totally see her. Aww. Touch her head. Yeah, touch her touch face. Her... <laughs> see, they're hitting too much out of romance between them, though. They gotta get together. But, like, so they, they did that with Leia and Luke, so who knows? Yeah, well, these two aren't gonna be brother and sister. <laughs> Hey. Although you know what, you know what, if they they never said who Finn's parents were, if they said that Finn's father was Luke, I'd be up for it. I'd be like, all right, cool, he's gonna be a Jedi because he's gonna be uh, Finn Skywalker. <laughs> I think so. But that's totally not happening. There was a and for the record, his his dad's totally not gonna be Lando yeah, either. <laughs> well, there was a lot of racist comments saying Lando. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. a little too convenient. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, the one other black guy in the whole it galaxy. Could be like, Mace Windu's. Um... Yeah. Well, it's not just the the only other black guy, but they seem to uh, Star Wars seems to keep everything pretty close, like the characters. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's kind of a uh, descendant. Yeah. Uh, Tell you what, though, if they did say that he was Lando's kid, I wouldn't be pissed. It makes sense because it would mean that Lando would come back in the next one, and I want Lando back. Well, he's he's also petitioning to come back because he's just like, hey, they didn't call me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it could be Mace Windu's great great grandkid or something. Yeah, Billy D. Williams is not in anything <laughs> the last, like, few years, so give him a job. He did you know what they job. need to do? They need to make it so Lando is one of the people in, like, the Senate. Because they need to establish more about the Senate in this one, uh, no, the episode no, 8. Senate. I, no, they need, at least, they need at least one scene where Leia can talk to Lando, and it can be, like, about how this is what, uh, you know, the Republic uh, just got crippled from the Hosnian attack. I'm trying to do my best to be like one of the the main senators and Leia, you're trying to do the military thing and also I've got a kid right. named Finn. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last time that uh, Han and Chewie talk. Oh, I don't say that. Yeah, it's... Spoilers. Which it's kind of nice that it, you know the last time they talk to each other is him going, you know, be careful, buddy. Oh yeah, I guess that's nice. Oh, he's like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Chewie goes, or no, like, he goes, I love you, Chewie. He just goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I figured out this technique from Finn. Let me scratch behind your head. <laughs> Once again, that theme is just not good enough. The bum, 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 bum. It's, it's not like, iconic. It really uh, is. Uh, also, yeah, they don't do it enough. And it's it's just like, I don't know. It sounds it's like too basic. Yeah, it sounds like bridging music, where like they want to introduce another yes. song. Besides, like this is his theme. I definitely don't know this is his theme. I now you point it out. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is it. This is like two second sounds of a trumpet. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's very like somebody was working on a Star Wars thing that they couldn't get John Williams, and they tried to be as close <laughs> to John Williams as they could. It yeah. is, yes. Like the music in Star Wars Rebels is like. It's close enough to Star Wars, but you can tell it's not, f oh, like, full-on John Williams. Right. And it's like, dude, you gave us, like, 
the throne room force theme. You gave us the Imperial March. You gave us Duel of the Fates. And this is the best you could do for Kylo Ren. Did he like, do Indiana Jones music? Yeah. Yeah. He did E.T. He did Jaws. He did, you know, like... Maybe they maybe they did that on purpose. Like, maybe uh, they want the second one to have the cool music or something like that. Like, maybe they didn't want it to be, like, super close. Hmm. I can't imagine it, like, overlooking something that big, you know? Who else had chills during this part? Because I was, like, looking at this going, like, oh. I did. Yeah. I You're like, oh, what he's so on. dead. I, I, exactly. I saw Chewie's face, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, even just the idea that he yells out Ben. Yeah. To me, was awesome. It was like, oh my god, they named him after Kenobi. That's so cool. Like, all, all I know is a bridge without a fucking handrail. I was like, that's not good. Yeah, who the hell designed this shit? They spent all this money building the planet, but they didn't have another extra little bit of uh, cash left over for a handrail. Yeah. Well, this is just like you know what's happening. Yeah. You're like, it's oh, like man, he's he's so far away. There's nothing that can happen. This is like a two-foot-wide bridge. <laughs> this is really terrible. Who designed this? Also, I think he baited him into this, because why was he going that way? Like, you hmm. think he knew, force-wise, to, like, draw him out? Yeah, I think that was the whole point. Because uh, why would you Why would you go all the way out there like that? There's no. There's nothing out there. Yeah, this Death Star planet is bizarre. <laughs> like, it's just designed weird. Yeah. He is such a pansy in this scene, though. So I destroyed him. He's totally dead. I love <laughs> he's that dude. Yeah, but like the dialogue could be a little bit refined because he was more badass in the, the torture scene than this. Well, I like the character as being like this petulant little pansy he's kid. The, he's the dark version of Luke Skywalker. Like Luke was a whiny kid, but he was good, mm-hmm. and he's a whiny kid. This is what a bad kid would look like—a whiny this fucking is bitch. The same as Anakin. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is Anakin done right, basically. Yeah, yeah. If they had to do it again, look at his eyes. He's crying. He's like tearing up. It's great. But he's also he reminds me, and this is a good thing about it too. He reminds me of that type of kid that's like this emo goth kid who goes like, "I'm totally badass." And the reason why he does that is because his parents are getting a divorce, and he needs to (laughs) separate his like emotions behind it. So he puts up this wall. Like the fact that he goes, he was weak, and I destroyed him. It's like, yeah, dude, that's like so much talk and no game. Like powerful. Like there's no timing in it. No. It's the same as like if some dude's online and he calls himself like Death Slayer and it's like <laughs> you're dude, you can get beaten up by like a six year old girl. Shut up. I think that's And funny that. enough, he gets beaten up by a little girl in this one. <laughs> it's the universal balancer. But this is this is his uh his Darth Vader moment of the whole I can't kill my son. This is like I I can totally kill my dad. Right. Check it out, Dad. I built this. Watch closely. Do you see the saber go through him? <laughs> I don't. Like, if this was real life, though, Han would be like, dude, you're not, like, letting it go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let it go, Ben. You gotta let it go. Ben! He always has to shout, Ben. Give me back my lightsaber! I think there's a struggle, and that's what this is. Like, Okay, it went through. It, it definitely <laughs> went through. Uh, there's no debate. This he's fucking dead. Finn said that this would be a good idea to do. Let me touch your right face now. Yeah, exactly. 
I I honestly think I I I want him to be like trying to get as powerful and strong as he can to finally like wipe out whatever he needs the the evil whatever he needs to do, and that's why he's doing all this. So you subscribe to the theory that he's a double agent? Yeah, but I don't think anybody else knows but him. So like I I want it to be. I want that to be true because I want there to be that big of a good juicy twist that we're all going to remember forever, right? But I just don't think the writing's going to be good enough. <laughs> well, see, like... at the end there, he has a reaction of like, you can either read into it as, oh man, I'm so glad that I just killed my dad and I feel better now, or holy fuck, I just killed my dad. There's no time to literally enjoy it because this happens. Yeah. yeah, and that right there, the, again, we mentioned it earlier, they set up this thing, blows people away, and he just takes it. Well, he well. So, that's the thing too. Is like, uh, I do you guys see the the like I've seen this meme out where it's like it shows Chewie and um oh the little kid yeah movie. and he's oh, like playing with that's the amazing kid. It's, it's a quick quick comic where like Chewie reflects about his time with Ben yes like he that's had to know Ben like that's my best friend from when I was a kid you know what I mean like I took care of that kid or mm-hmm. whatever so he doesn't end up shooting him in the head he shoots him in the stomach. Yeah, that's so good. Whoever made that up, oh, great job! Yeah, for sure. Just the idea of like, oh my god, you killed my best friend, but you're my best friend's kid, and I, I can't kill you, but I gotta shoot you, buddy. Like, I gotta shoot you for like, in, like the justice, like you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it changes. It changes the his roar from either saying like he could have been screaming Han, but he also could have been screaming Ben. Like you know what I mean? What did you do? Kind of thing. Yeah, which that's, little, that's the that's the problem with this movie. The series is that like alien speak is always like lost to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's no subtitles for Chewie, which is good. But for a moment like that, I'd like to know which one he said. Mm. You killed my adopted dad. That was my real dad. Yeah, well, that was my uncle. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to kill your uncle. Yeah, well, my dad's Lando, so shut the both up. The, <laughs> both of you, shut up. Hey, what do you think about this thing that, like, so we may look at him like a, a spoiled brat or, like, you know what I mean? We may not feed into it, but, like, we're also 28. I'm 29. We're all about the same age. But, like, when this movie originally came out back in the day, we're, when we first watched it, you know, we never probably didn't notice that Luke was a whiny bitch right off the bat because we were kids, so we just, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really notice how whiny he was because I was kind of like, yeah, let him do what he wants. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, when we were kids, we we're just kind of like, Luke's a badass. And then we were kind of like, yeah, Luke's kind of a little fuck. Yeah. And also, these guys look super young to me, but whereas, like, for a kid, they probably look like adults. It's oh, that he, looked like, he looked like it was 50 to me. Yeah. So, again, for a guy who's never held a lightsaber, like, this is the second time doing things with a lightsaber for Finn, right? Not bad. That fights against a veteran Jedi. Yeah. Now, like, the, that veteran dude, is he is dying, but it's like, he's put up a damn good fight, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's cheating with his, like, other laser, but... <laughs> well, I think that was probably the biggest reason why they showed that whole uh, fight scene with the Stormtrooper and the stick yep. uh, thing, was to show that there is hand-to-hand combat, and so Finn would be trained. Yeah, some some right? training. So he actually knows how to use things. Not great, because, you know, that's only, like, a minute-long fight, but... Yeah. How bad is that, though? Like, I wouldn't expect, in this type of movie, that we would have seen somebody get their back sliced up like that. Like, Oh, which is great. I like it. Now, who... I, I'm not one of the people, but I know a lot of people thought, when that was flying away, that Luke was going to pick it up. 
I assumed that it was Ray, and I, I don't know why a lot of people thought Luke, but... Well, because they saw that scene with the hand, so they thought Luke shows up to help for yeah. whatever reason. But I'm like, <laughs> Luke's kind of a dick during this whole movie. He just does not help mm. this cause at all. You know what they missed out on? Before this movie happened, the one thing that I was like, oh man, this totally should happen, is I wanted Han to sacrifice himself, but in order to save Luke... I wanted Luke to have like a vision and go, Han, you gotta trust me, dude. You gotta die. Oh, and for him to go, that's three you owe me, Junior. Oh, that that cool. would have been so good. Oh, yeah, that's a great line. Wow. Better dialogue scene. We're establishing here, I need to write episode eight, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. But yeah. then again, you know, like, uh, that kind There's of also scene. a sex scene in episode eight where I bang does, uh, Daisy Ridley. So. All right, now you're pushing it. Yeah. It could be a deleted scene as long as we film it. As long as, <laughs> as, long as, as it happens. Still. Yeah. It's canon somewhere. Yeah. Tony Mango bangs uh right. You know, it's actually not that bad of an idea uh that you just came up with is like shooting scenes that you wish you could have seen in the new Star Wars and just animate it. Yeah, but I can't even draw stick figures, so <laughs> Hey, you know a guy. We can just do stick figures of what we want to happen. <laughs> Here's another Death Star trench to like of like gearing up a Death Star. Also kind of annoyed that uh Hux didn't yell that line. Prepare to fire <laughs> Well he's calm. Like Grand Mothma was calm, so it makes sense that he's like the new Grand Mothma. You mean Grand Moth Tarkin? That's it. Mon Mothma was the, the chick. Who pops up in the trailer for Rogue One? Well, you, Chris, you just got out nerd. I did. Yeah, uh, it's really I don't want to count. Well, actually, let me push up my glasses. Yeah, that's here. basically what just happened. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Good old Pillsbury Grand Moth Mothma. So a whole planet, right? Remember, this is a whole planet. One station controls the gun. Yeah. I think this is the same set as the other place that they were on with the bar and everything, right? It's yeah. covered in snow. Yeah. Kind of seems like it, doesn't it? The same mountain region, this trees. This is Some of that's green screen. Like, some of his is green screen, you can tell. Some quick insert uh, reshots that they did. Yeah. Like that. I wish I knew more g girls quotes so I could say that during this fight. Yeah. See, she's good enough with a lightsaber, but not great. So, again, I'm thinking that she had the, like her, her mind wiped, and she was just kind of remembering That's bits true. and pieces. She didn't get cut like Finn did, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like a mm -hmm. brutal swing sword thing. So this part's weird. This part's like out of place for me. She just like goes asleep. And <laughs> it's like, uh, that's that's not what you want to do. Well, this could be her remembering more of it. You know? Also, it could be him giving her a second, like maybe she's going to decide to join him. Yeah, this is not the face of I'm going to join you. <laughs> I mean, like, this is not that kind of look. Is something said right there that we miss? Like, does someone speak to her when she closes her eyes? No. No one's does, she hear that, well, does she hear that badass Luke Skywalker music, uh, just like we do? <laughs> yeah. Here's the flute, and she's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> In her head, she's like, da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, I guess I'm a good guy now. Yeah. 
but her fighting skill is way better than his now for some strange reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's tapping into that old training and stuff. But you got to think she lived by herself, so she was, she's got to be a scrapper, right? Right, she's a yeah, scrapping person, but, like, she's holding him down. Well, if you're a, if you're a person that's, like, a can scrap in a fight. Well, plus, he got shot in the But that stance right side, there. And he got stabbed in both arms. That's true. Now he's got a, now he's got a good old scar. Darth Vader scar. Yeah. Her stance right there, though, I mean, she's definitely had training. And she just, like, did the wipe and then went straight back with, like, leg back, right? Yeah, she had, like, that's sword training. That's something you just don't naturally do. Yeah. That would be great if there was a line right here where she's like, it's over, Kylo. I've got the high ground. <laughs> I mean, if I were her, I would just throw a lightsaber at him. You know, like, saber throwing. Yeah. Finish the job. Just force throw him into the chasm. Just be like, uh, that's it. <laughs> that dude's got the right idea, dude. Even fucking Huck's left. I'm out. Yeah. Supreme let us know. Yeah, like discount a... Palpatine. Yeah, it's very discount because it's conveniently explaining, like, go find Kylo Ren because I know he's alive. It's like, how do you know? You know, like, they don't even show Kylo Ren's recovery. Like, no, one, no ship goes to get him. That's yeah. the only way to, to know that, like, oh, no, that's over. Now, I knew that Han totally was going to die in this movie. Like, there's a guarantee. Well, yeah. Do you remember but the I scene, thought... that scene was, like, thought that was Chewie or Han in that body pose? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that they were going to kill off Chewie, too. Yeah. I thought it was Because Chewie without Han is, like, what? Like... I think uh, either somebody's definitely going to die in the next episode, but I think in part three... And I think this is the best way to do it and probably the best, like, closing to, like, an ending of anything, like, a great story would be a lot of people die. Oh, I mean, like, a Game of Thrones, everyone's fucking dead kind of thing. Yeah, not just that, though, but just, you know what I mean? Like, it would it'd be nice to have closure on everybody. Like, Chewie's dead and Leia died from a heart attack or from doing so much cocaine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that Han died in this one, I'm kind of assuming Leia dies in 8 and Luke dies in 9. Oh, nice. I think yeah. Luke just dies of, like, going to sleep like Yoda did. Yeah. I don't think he'll get killed. I think he'll he'll pass away in some other right, kind of right. means. Or self-sacrifice uh, in some way. Like like Ben Kenobi did? Like, a shot to the head? Yeah, just kind of like, I know that I need to die now because it'll be for the better... Like the greater I'll be a go- force ghost because I'll be like naked ghosts, whatever. Because <laughs> this is this this part right here is the biggest fucking mistake in like Star Wars history. The whole you don't hug Chewie thing is killed just, me. Uh... It killed me in the theater. Like I, I legit I, I to my friend that, that she doesn't know who this girl is. She's kind of like, oh, you're a girl. I'm she, a girl. We should hug. She walked right past Chewie. Didn't give him a hug. Didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not saying like. Movie wise, like they or like Leia did it on purpose, or I'm saying that they missed an opportunity there to get some good tears from the audience. Yeah, it's a really JJ Abrams even admitted he said I fucked up and I should have done. Did he really do that? Yeah, he said it in an interview. He was just like, yeah, it's my biggest mistake in the movie. I should have had them like hug each other or something. Could have been a full sense. This this part's like out of place for me because you're like, wait, 
who's this person? Like, they don't know each other. They never had a conversation. Unless, again, I'm going to bring it up, unless she knows now through, like, the forest that that's her niece. But it still doesn't explain how fucking R2 wakes up. What up, bro? Oh, just been sleeping. I hit too much bro. I've been out for 10 years. Now, one theory I've heard, and this is just like, I don't put much into it, but the only difference is that uh, that Ray is now in the vicinity of R2. He doesn't know, like, DNA. You know what I mean? Like, that's not like a, a droid thing. Well, some think he's Force-sensitive. Like, I've read he's that. He's a robot! He's, well, yeah, but that's the thing, is he's a special kind of robot. Like, there's something about him that makes him special. It's not He's not just a random robot. R one D one wasn't for special, but uh, <laughs> he upgraded. Oh, are you talking about a uh, nice one, brother? <laughs> oh, is there actually an R one D one there? I think it's H one N one. I was just making a number joke. HK something something. Yes, yes, HK forty seven. Uh, he's like one of the best characters uh, in all the games. Yeah, like he's going everything in the meat bag. Okay, yeah. so they the map shows you what's missing, right? Right. All he had to do was just search that one area. Exactly. That right. one area. Yeah, like, shouldn't it have been, like, five separate quadrants that were missing? Yeah, to make it more confusing, but it's just like, all he had to do was not search the ones that are highlighted, go search that one block. Yeah, exactly. Also, I'd like so she to goes, know. you know, I really like that you uh, touched me on the forehead, I'm gonna kiss you on yours. <laughs> this is how we say, I love you in my language. But like, I feel like how he's not in like a tube or anything. He's just like on a bed. <laughs> yeah. My fr- friend, see, my friend, friend zone. Uh, he does get friend zone, but like he'll come back and he'll be like, "Yo, but I saved your life," and she'll be like, "All right, you can hit it." <laughs> <laughs> Tony just—that's exactly the dialogue that's gonna be used as well. <laughs> Guarantee. <laughs> I like how Leia has gone through like a costume change. This yeah. is my grieving clothes. So did she. She's not wearing rags anymore. She's not wearing, like, a power vest. Which, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. She's wearing more gray. And if you look at Luke in uh, A New Hope, he's wearing white. In Empire, he's wearing gray. And in Return of the Jedi, he's wearing black. And to this movie, she's gone from white to gray. So one yeah. movie, she'll wear black. She'll have this black outfit on and... She'll be all dark and shit. Here's the thing with, with uh, the difference between Luke and her as far as, like, Luke was so young and, like, naive that he kind of fell into the dark side. Because, I mean, if you think about it, he hadn't done anything bad at all. and she He didn't, he didn't uh, help out Uncle Ben. Or Uncle uh, Owen. That was bad. Yeah, he knew the blue heart. He should have stayed behind at least one more season. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Also, I guess <laughs> that he's a serial killer because he shoots Tom or Tom Tom or whatever the... Womp rats. Whoppers, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, he just kind of... It's like he was scared, and the fear is what made him a a, a, a bad guy or whatever. But it's her, she doesn't have anything like that, if you think about it. She's, she's never had a moment of doubt, really. She's never left Jakku, apparently, so she's never seen, like, green and blue. <laughs> right. She's just, like, a wondrous... She doesn't have anything that's, like... She's not scared. There's nothing... I don't know. You know what's kind of funny to think about? I didn't just come, come across until right now. If She's been on Jakku all this time. She probably assumes water always makes bread come up. <laughs> so she's probably she's probably thinking that these rocks are just like bread that popped up out of the ocean. Just eating a rock. 
She's kind of like, oh man, there's so much yeah, bread here. This is like, like a million portions. She's like, like sand. This would freak the fucker. You know, this is like mm-hmm. totally not her territory. Yeah. There's happens to be seagulls. She's like, <laughs> Chewbacca, this is great. Well, when we see Luke, we can just eat the walls. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, it's like a the Hansel and Gretel thing. Yeah. <laughs> the gingerbread house made out of gingerbread. She thinks that this is a an island made out of bread. <laughs> Also, Luke is very, uh, like, just doesn't give a shit. There's, like, a thing that pops up in a minute. There's, like, a pot or something, and it's just like, dude, don't you have, like, a hut to eat in or something? Oh, it's just, like, the most bare essentials to do this. Yeah, there you go. That little thing. It's, like, a little footstool or something. I, He's a little I shit all over this the place. one of the earlier, like, uh, scenes that got leaked. Like, the, the whole, like, where they are and, like, yeah. the footage. Because this is in mm-hmm. Ireland. Actually, I remember reading the, about the pictures, like, oh, Star Wars bought this place, and the, they're going to shoot there, or whatever. I remember seeing pictures for it. Yep. It's Skellig Michael Island, I think it's called. Also, I think he he came to this planet just for, like, a week vacation, and then, like, his Wi-Fi went out, and fucking he got stuck there, and he's so fat now that he won't <laughs> walk. Yeah, yeah, he got stranded. And now he's going to be, like, him and Wilson with his hand. Oh. Wilson! See, he's got Morgan Freeman's hand in that. Also, good point, Tony. He's white right now. Yeah. Like he's in white. Back to like being full on 100% light side. Yeah. Also, that's not how you should handle a lightsaber. I feel like there should be like a safety yeah. handling thing. You hold it sideways. Yeah, everybody knows. Even with like a normal butter knife, you hand them the handle. Yeah, you don't hand them the blade first. Exactly. That's the that's gonna be the episode eight's gonna pick up with this first line of dialogue is he's gonna be like, Alright, lesson number one, wrong end. <laughs> Don't aim it at people. I remember Lesson number two, you remind me a whole lot about Padme. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so the thing is like when you see this and like say something. Say something. Like no oh! And then it's like directed by JJ Abrams, fuck you. Yeah. I, mentally I was like, I liked it, but like say something. Motherfuckers. Yeah, because so, yeah, you felt I mean, like you, you had, like, you're like, oh, come on, now we got to wait another four years or whatever it is. Two years. I thought he was going to have one line of dialogue and that would have been it. Like, I was thinking that he was going to have, like, just one thing where he goes, like, all right, like, it's time to begin your training or something like that. Or, like, you return. even if he would have just went Ray, yeah, yeah. then it would have been, like, oh, he knows. Mystical like, and everything, but because they stare at each other, like, that's all we get. Or like how how powerful would it have been if he wouldn't have turned around and and uh, she would have been standing there and he would have said like it's about time Ray or something like that nah, and then that, turned that, around that's and then, out of place like that he knew that he was even like even by turning or not turning around he knew that it was her presence you know what I mean well, they, they don't have to give away they don't have to give away anything now because now it's like everybody wants to know because like, yeah. yeah. well I mean like he didn't pull a Yoda but pretending not to be Luke. You know, like, or, like, hiding, because Luke, like, Yoda did that. He was a dick, <laughs> like, when he gets introduced. Do you think that he, they're going to let him kind of, like, go back and forth between dark and light, and when he does, he'll change his voice? Who, uh... Luke. Luke? Yeah, because he does the jo- voice to the Joker, and he does uh, other voiceover stuff. And he's good at, like, crazy voice. Nah, I think he's just flat-out awesome light side Yeah, Luke. I think he's going to be pure Luke. He's not going to have that, like, dark tendencies. I do think that we're going to see the Force ghosts of Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, though. And I think that he's got to talk to her and be like... Think about Anakin is, wouldn't Anakin go to, like, Ben and be like, hey, like, it doesn't work. Like, don't be a dark guy all the time. (laughs) 
that's hopefully what happens. Maybe he I, again. Maybe it's that whole dichotomy thing. Hey, like that would be cool you're, if it was you're like explaining about a torn Anakin post death is way more interesting than what we got of like him talking to a burnt helmet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize uh, Han Solo got top billing. And I can't believe Horak Hamill gets second if he doesn't have a goddamn line. No line, just stares. Look how far up Tito is, so. <laughs> Kieran Shaw. Tito gets more of a credit than uh, Captain Cypress. Our and... patrons get a higher build than like everyone below here. Yeah, BB-8. Uh, Brian Herring and Dave. Okay, I think that's just. Okay, the voices. Bill Hader, Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Kenny Baker's created uh credited as R two D two consultant. What the hell are you consulting about? Well, you know uh, I think he should have said beep here. Yeah. <laughs> uh R two wouldn't say that. Uh he did spend like nine years in that like tin can, so <laughs> I mean he needs a paycheck somewhere. Yeah, I think it was definitely one of those like, yeah, let's throw him a couple bucks. So when you guys first saw this movie, what was your immediate reaction at the end of it? Did you guys love it or did you hate it or? I loved it. I didn't think. I don't think it was like something I had to see like five times. Like a lot of people were telling, like second viewing, third viewing, fourth viewings. Like people were bragging how many times they were seeing this in a short amount of time. Well, I went to see it at uh, like a, it was a practically like a midnight show, and then I went ten o'clock the next morning. Hmm. I thought it was good. And, um... I didn't have. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, uh, it was. It was a great experience, and I enjoyed. Especially if you go, if you saw it opening night. If you're listening to this commentary mm-hmm. and you are, uh, you've never First been to an opening it. night. Um, well, no, if you've never been to an opening night, make wow. sure you go to the next ones because there's nothing else like it. It's just the experience of having a whole crowd. It's so cheer. much better when you do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one talks during. No one the does that. No one does that the third night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and no yeah. one talks during scenes and stuff. You just cheer during parts you're supposed to cheer uh, or laugh when uh, Darth Vader says no. <laughs> um, but I thought, I mean, I really enjoyed it, but I didn't have that factor of like when I saw Dark Knight in the theater for the first time, like I had to go back and see that shit again. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Now, when I saw it the first time, it was just, you know, late night show, all the fans opening night kind of a thing. And we're all just kind of like all getting giddy over little things. Yeah. And the second time I saw it, there were kids there cause it was 10 in the morning. So you know, like, uh, the kids could kind of, like, go out then instead of 11 o'clock show or whatever, and I thought it was hilarious that it was, like, the difference between the two of them, like, first viewing, we're seeing Kylo Ren, and people are like, dude, he looks like a badass. Second viewing, the kids are getting afraid of Kylo Ren, and it's like, that's gonna burn, like, something into their brain for the rest of their lives, that they're gonna remember being afraid of Kylo Ren. Which is great. Meanwhile, we're sitting there going, pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vader killed his own staff pretty fast. Kylo Ren just kind of, like, harasses them. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't do as much of damage to his crew. Also, you it's it's jarring to see how, especially with torture and then uh, him cutting up um, Finn and then himself getting cut up. Like, that's a lot of, like, visual stuff that kids will see. Because, like, I brought my kids to see it. And, like, you're right. They were scared of the They were, like, afraid during those scenes or whatever. Um, so, like, yeah, I think they'd be afraid of him, right? He'll be as cool as Darth Vader, maybe. Yeah, he'll be comparable, um, but in, in like, 
when they all see when I learn more about Vader, I think Vader still wins over that like badassness. Yeah. You know, it's it's it Vader matters Vader's a lot because especially during that time period, everyone like Darth Vader was just this new thing. And, yeah. Like, latched onto popular culture, and it's been oh, yeah. since. Whereas Kylo Ren is kind of even already died down. Like no one even yeah. talks. Kylo Ren is like a weird hybrid of like the times and then Vader. But he's not. He's he's whiny. He's way more whiny. And then we just we, we talked about how like he's that opposite of Luke, where he's yes. still whiny, but he's also dark. Yes. And it, it, for us, it doesn't make sense. We want a guy who's competent but not whiny. So maybe in the next movie when he's not complaining, he's like, "Yeah, I killed my dad. That's my that was his one weakness left. You know, like that was his last yeah his like a savageable redemption." So. Well, well Snoke does say that he's going to complete his training, so he should be better in the next one. I like your reference, Chris, to uh, the like how Anakin was like he was one way, but then now like we have a good actor now. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's it, like, it should have been. It's 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 really bad because Hayden Christensen can act, you know, like if he understands the role and he had some time. But because he was like young and they had to pump out the movies and he had no time to like practice. <laughs> Well, and the dialogue that Lucas wrote oh, was garbage. Yeah. Like, I don't it's like sand. And sand. <laughs> you're you're more beautiful than I think because you're so beautiful. I, I hate like, sand; it gets everywhere. Like, oh, he sounds like a weird young Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, good point, actually. Which, thank God, Nicolas Cage was not cast as Kylo Ren. Oh, jeez. Put down the funny. Can you imagine if this was actually like a direct sequel and Nicholas Cage was still like uh, a top build actor like that, where like they could put him in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> oh god! I I still I do want to see him in a Star Wars movie. No, but he has to play the type of character that he would play. Like he has to be some weird ass yeah, alien. He can't be human. He can't. He has to be like a space no. alien where Nicholas no, Cage. No, I don't want him anywhere near this movie. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, okay, stop they, it! They put Starting a guy. You're opening a box. They put her in a guy from Heroes. They put her in a guy from like an X Men movie. They put in like two guys from X Men movies. So they can have a cameo. Not Nick. Like imagine if he would have played Sebulba. Would you? Wow. He's the worst. Would have been fantastic. He's the best of the worst. Oh no! It's just bad. This is bad. Okay, I got a perfect idea here. He plays like take that Rathtar scene, do like a similar thing in Episode Eight, but have it be bees. Oh my like spa- god! Space bees, and he can be the one that like he can be from Conja Club because he can bring I'm them here back. From Conja Club, that's okay. From Conja Club and ah, oh, space bees. Ah, oh, oh, not the space bees. <laughs> it works. Okay, no, it's, it's exactly I need to go back to Conja Club for like a dumb scene that doesn't fit in with the rest of the movie. Right. Hell, make that another deleted scene. It could come right after the sex scene between me and Daisy Ridley. Could call back. <laughs> so this is i think the fifth time i've seen this movie now and um it hasn't lost any like uh steam yet like i'm not looking at this movie as like well the first time i saw it i was really wowed the second time it kind of sucked the third time it's uh, like i'm still enjoying the hell out of the movie honest, it's still the first time i saw this movie i, ha- I went to the cheesecake factory and i had like their happy hour and then i saw this movie <laughs> so i was riding on like nachos and beer so this was like okay i can watch it again so, like, it, it still holds up. It's a very, it's a way better movie than any of the episodes one to three. Uh, one yeah. to two. Three still has a moment with me, you know what I mean? Like, there's some power there. I still say this is better than Return of the Jedi. Mm. 
Uh, like over overall as a movie, there's some scenes in Return of the Jedi that are just so good that it beats anything in this you movie. You take out the Ewoks, then yes. But there's no, there is no opening that is Return of the Jedi. Like Return there's just the, the first twenty minutes of that movie are just uh, amazing to me. Yeah, man, it's hard to top Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is the like champion of the of like getting kids into it and having it be like a redemption series. Yes. And I mean, a lot of people say two, but that's more to like be more mature about it, about like whole like ending on a sour note, ending on a you know like more mature thing where it's like you know depressing. The three yeah. is really where like the family, like a closure. You I mean it comes full circle at that point. Well, and also like I, I like to fall asleep to movies, and a lot of times I fall asleep to Star Wars. I could fall asleep to Return of the Jedi a billion times or a New Hope, but I can't do it to Empire Strikes Back because there's too much just action at the beginning. Yep. And so this movie. uh <laughs> If you guys want to know my sleep schedule, this movie just not very good for. Uh, for <laughs> it's, not, it's not like quiet enough. There's it's not action. a white noise movie. Yes, it's not. It's like I have to sit down and watch. And I gotta admit, it has lost some steam for me. So you know what the bed robot thing is popping up right now. That uh, reminds me of something that we actually didn't talk about. Uh, which you know, I mean, the movie's ending, and if people are like, "Oh, the commentary's over," or whatever, we have another minute. But um, it reminds me of something that we didn't bring up that uh really kind of confused me at first was when I was seeing this movie, it was jarring to not hear that 20th century Fox thing at the beginning. Like we didn't have that. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think the VHS copies had that. Cause that's who like who snagged the rights. It was like back when CBS and Fox had that weird deal. So that's why we're used to that for our childhood. Cause I think the original right. version didn't have that. Well, even like, um, uh, the prequels they had them. Did they? Yeah. Oh shit! And so it was just kind of like that, I guess I've never noticed that on this. I one. never really noticed that. Oh, and I totally noticed. I was like, if they don't, like, they can't have that ahead of time. But if they play that Disney, like when you wish upon a star, if they have that on there, it's gonna really throw me oh, off. Yeah, yeah, that okay. That is like that. no, they they didn't do that because like that would have put people in a really weird mood. Where, like you just start thinking nostalgia, like. Right, you start thinking about like Lion King. Oh, yeah. instead. they did have some kind of Disney symbol up, or like some the, at least the word Disney, right? Well, they had that Lucasfilm, yeah, Lucasfilm all silent. That's the actual like company they own now, so mm. they do that. Like how Marvel does that page flip thing. That's yeah. still Disney, you know, but it's uh, the Marvel mockier. That's a good thing, by the way. No, super good. It's how you separate branding. Even though, like, if you know business, yeah, you know it's Disney, but you kind of get into that mood. Right, and they have a they have a good porn channel too. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, have you heard of it? It's Disney, but it's like <laughs> you have kids. You shouldn't be talking about that. I have kids, so I'm not allowed to watch porn. No, it's over. <laughs> you you wait have... to see how much more you masturbate. No, <laughs> now you gotta wait for one of them to turn evil. That's the point. Yeah. <laughs> so they can shoot me in a bridge. <laughs> any, any, uh, All right. Story? Uh, I just think that I need to hook up with that company to do that Daisy Ridley scene. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, this movie, like I said, I've watched it a couple times now. I'll, uh, I'm sure I'm going to watch it many, many more times. I'm sure I'm going to revisit it again before episode eight comes out. And, um, who knows? Maybe we're going to do another commentary before that. If you guys really, really like this, make sure to leave your comments below. Tell us what you think about it and give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Of course, if you haven't done that already. And uh, if you want to see us do like a take two, 
where we've got a little bit more time that we can process things and, you know, more information comes out. Cause hell, even if we would have done this a couple days ago, we wouldn't have had some of the things we talked about. Yeah. And, um, you know, when uh, Rogue One comes out later on this year, we're, we'll try to figure out some Star Wars stuff to go along with that. And uh, I also want to do more commentaries in general, if you guys are into this. So we got Captain America Civil War coming up. Could try to do the two Captain America films. We got uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out. So we could end up doing at least the other one of those, if not the good movies. <laughs> and uh some other things like that so do, uh just throw this out there maybe we could do the star wars franchise we could do all the other ones too yeah, yeah we got six other star wars movies we could do lord so. of the rings that's that's 15 hours worth of oh fuck <laughs> that i'm not doing that <laughs> i'll outsource the fan tracks for that yeah, one for sure. i'm watching those again I'm, i've seen enough walking oh, <laughs> <is> great <laughs> So the last thing for us to do, though, is to just uh, tell you guys some other things to check out, some promotional stuff. Uh, Chris, anything you want to put out there for people to follow you or anything? Yeah, you can uh, find my writings in uh, mischief at everythingaction.com. And uh, you can check out our Twitter at everythingevaction.com or Twitter slash evaction. Stallman, anything you want to put out there? Uh, it... Other than your uh, machine gun chair that's happening? <laughs> yeah, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> um. If uh, if you're in the Austin area, if you're near Texas, uh, you can come to Cold Town Theater. Uh, I do live shows Wednesdays at 10 uh, in the Cold Town Cage match. And then also I open for Bad Boys on Fridays um, for all of April. And also if you're in the Austin area and actually listening to this, uh, try to contact me. I'll give you free tickets uh, to the shows. And uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Joe Stallman. Uh, and that's uh, that's it for me. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you guys for joining me for this, and thank you all for listening. So, for this episode of the Fan Tracks, uh, I guess that's about it. Time for us to geek out.